Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! We are live from the Geico Studios on a Friday. Happy Friday. Today's Friday. And uh, to say that we had a story 
come out of left field and hit us in the midway part of the afternoon is an understatement because after everything going on today and of course as as we take you through the night as well uh our thoughts are never more than a blink away from everything going on in the world if things happen uh whether there are protests that you need to know we will bring them to you uh just like we do every night here on the show uh hopefully that we are at the point where we have hit rock bottom i can only hope so and we can only hope that we've we've done that and it's time for us to now dig out and move up and that happening today, Mike, because, look, when President Trump weighed in today on Drew Brees and said Drew Brees doesn't need to apologize, I love Drew Brees, doesn't need to apologize for his thoughts on disrespecting the flag because, you know, look, Trump is, you know, he's carried the torch for if you kneel in front of the flag or if you, if you kneel before a football game, it means you are disrespecting the flag. When I saw this today, I said, oh, boy, I here we go. I know what we're going to talk about tonight. And then here comes Roger Goodell saying, okay, we may have blown it the first time around, but now we're going to be serious and it's time for us to listen to to what our players are saying, and we blew it the first time around. I, I admit I had to read that a couple of times and then listen to the sound a couple of times before I really got what was happening. No, well, that's just it, right? We had a four-part play in less than 48 hours. We really did. It was, right? it, was like, it was like Harry Potter and the Cursed no, Child, right? No, that's right. Hey, nice. I had intermission, go get yourself a damn sandwich, <laughs> and then you come back for part two. Look, I did that New Year's Day with my daughters, right? We saw part one, we went across the street, had a nice meal, and then we came back and it was time for Slytherin House. I mean, well, it was it, a big it, deal. But isn't it two nights that play, right? No, isn't you could do it. You could do it in one day. So you can do oh, it in the okay, afternoon right. and the evening. Oh, okay, it's really okay. well done. That's what we did. So we went and you had a two p.m. start for part one, uh-huh. and then you had about a two-hour break to go have dinner. Number of businesses right in the area where the play was up in San Francisco, uh, and then we walked back across the street. Here's tickets for part two. You could do it over multiple days, but mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm old. I can't I can't retain that much information. Yeah. So I I need to yeah, go and then you're jonesing for what's going to happen next. Yeah. I'll I mean, tell you. you know how much do we have any references to Lucius uh, in anything? <laughs> but but what look we we had a, a four part play right. Yeah. So we so we have Drew Brees, and we talked a lot about it. He went back to the flag issue and made that his main talking point. Everybody dismissed everything else he said about unity and struggles and everything else. That's the thing, part of that I'm still perplexed about. Because he said and included a lot of, I think, important stuff about where we're at as a society, mm-hmm. but it got lost in the flag. Okay, yeah. and then he doubles down, even though he says he's apologizing. Some accept it. Some are still saying, well, this doesn't work. Okay, fine. So he gets two. Uh, but the players have their say. Number of prominent players, DeAndre Hopkins and and Ezekiel Elliott, among others, uh, they have their say in the video that comes out last night. And then President Trump, as we surmised he would, Jason, as we mm. talked the last two nights, that that was going to be the reaction. All right, here we go. The, the flag has been raised. Let's see you know, if, if the, the, the chums in the water, do, do they take a bite? Sorry, I was just making a Murray Hamilton reference mm, uh, a minute ago. Water. Yeah. Gum. So, you know, those beaches will be open. But sure. a- as you would expect, he took a bite, right? Yeah. And made that the. And then Roger Goodell, recognizing the business at stake, recognizing where the players are, and recognizing where the country is, all those motivations, perhaps a change of heart as well, right? In terms of operating. A business versus what may have been in his heart all along, but right, we're talking about two different things at play. Comes out with a huge statement. Normally, we have Friday night news dumps, and ah, uh, here's a you know a little afterthought, right? The A's paying their minor leaguers, pff, 
that's small potatoes because so many players in the organization and other organizations like we need to scratch those guys off a couple of dollars. Let's do it. Roger Goodell with this statement, with this video, even if it echoed everything the players did and certainly didn't have the Heisenberg say my name moment for Kaepernick, it was huge and a monumental shift in the league. So this is what happened today. As Mike says, the four-part play that we are having right now going on is President Trump tweeted out today about Drew Brees, that he loves Drew Brees, is a big fan, felt Drew Brees didn't need to apologize for to his teammates and to the NFL for comments he made about disagreeing with people who disrespect the flag. This is right out of President Trump's playbook. We've seen this plenty of times before. This is the way that he fires up his base. And you knew this wasn't going to go without mm-hmm. Trump saying something. This is not surprising. The NFL's reaction was, as Roger Goodell put out a statement on social media that was a minute and 21 seconds long. And we're going to play you two sound bites here that just absolutely blew me away. Here's the first one where Roger Goodell says, yeah, you know what? This whole flag thing, yeah, we blew it. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. You know what every single player in the National Football League is saying? You know what every single fan is saying after they heard him say that? Two words. About time. Maybe it was about blanking time, but about time. We told you the other night when we talked about Kaepernick, when the whole Drew Brees thing uh, uh, reared up, was that if the NFL could go back, they would handle the Kaepernick situation differently because you see where we're at in the world right now, and they understand with time between here's the firestorm of Kaepernick's uh, protest against police brutality, and now we've had four years to think about it. Oh, I really get what Colin Kaepernick was trying to do. He was trying to draw attention to police brutality and black men being killed uh, at the hands of police officers. That's what he was trying to bring attention to. And the NFL blew it. I, I remember telling you four years ago, the NFL has to let the players do this. Right? You're, you're, you're making it seem like you're anti-player and you are kowtowing to forces outside of the National Football League. You are, you know, President Trump is putting his thumb on the scale and you have decided, okay, we're going to scatter and because we don't want people to not watch the NFL because they're kneeling, which was a load of crap. There is no data that can prove people stopped watching the NFL because they said, oh, I'm not going to watch because people are kneeling for the national anthem. Just because someone says on Twitter they're doing it doesn't mean they're doing it. All the low ratings are explained many different ways with local teams not playing well, people watching watching red zone different ways but there's no concrete evidence that you can say oh i I, but there was a poll that was taken are people telling the truth in a poll no you can see the scientific data this is what happens here's the viewers who are watching red zone here's the viewers who are watching this there this is where everybody is going but the nfl got scared the nfl which has always been the big bad boy on the block. Hey, we're going to beat everybody up. I'm going to put your face in the sand. I'm going to steal your car. I'm going to go sneak your daughter out of the house late at night. We're going to go cruising. Giggity, giggity, giggity. All of these things. And this is the NFL ran scared. And now with four years to go, they know we screwed this up. We should have let the players do this because this is what the players are standing for. And the world hasn't gotten better when it's come to police brutality and, and, and black men in the hands of police. I mean, just look at George Floyd. I mean, this is why we're here. And so this is where players are saying, okay, it is about time. You stood, they stood up to the president today. 
That's what the NFL did. They stood up to President Trump. And before you can say, well, let me see what the NFL is going to do about it, which I know is, is, is a popular refrain. And I get it because you want to see what are their work. But mm-hmm. just the fact that you decided to stand up to the president and say, you stay out of our business. Okay, we are going to do our thing. You stay out of our business. This is a huge, huge day for the NFL. And this always fills me with maybe this is the change. Maybe in such a dark time right now where we are that we have finally gotten so close to rock bottom, we can see it and we want to go up the other way. Maybe this is the change. On the same day, Michael Jordan decides to commit $100 million, $100 million Mm -hmm. to fight racism in many different ways. The Packers are putting out videos about it. So are the Jacksonville Jaguars. Florida State now has new initiatives because of the conversation they had uh, yesterday after their controversy. Matt Ryan is putting out messages. My city is in flames. All of this is happening now. Sports is reacting and acting. And just maybe, just maybe, we finally hit that point where we say we can't just have this be really bad and talk about it and move on. Enough is enough. And in the middle of a bleeping pandemic well, where you could easily say, hey, you know what? We got a lot of balls in the air right now. There's a lot lot of stuff going on we got to deal with maybe this is that time where finally hey you know what enough words they're done we are now clawing out and we are going to do it better and this is the sea change we needed Uh, like i said sometimes i think man we are not okay and other times i think maybe in the end we're going to wind up being okay and that's kind of what today was now i have have a long soliloquy uh, uh on the michael jordan uh, note because that one passed along by our producer Justin Frostberg literally as I was reading it on my screen like what's what's with the text message like yeah there it is uh yeah it said so much uh and and speaks volumes but I, I think this is a moment and, and we have to mark this down right these last 24 hours the NFL players now have power right mm-hmm. remember the Donald Sterling case what did we see a flex by the NBA Players Association and saying, we're not going to play. We're not going to go into the playoffs. This needs to be acted upon. That's what the players did here. And you know what? They've got all of society or a vast majority at least saying, you know what? This is a conversation that needs to be had. We need to discuss this. There's a lot of data points, right? Even if you have folks in your households that are obstinate, just bring them a lot of other data points uh, in, in terms of city to city, municipality to municipality of how things go. And again, it doesn't, you know, go in and besmirch this, the shields across the country altogether. It's just a, an awareness of the percentage of police officers uh, that you have an issue with, right? That need to be addressed and the training that needs to be addressed. But for the NFL players, never had a, have a time, have you seen them more united, Right? Because we always talk about CBAs and how fractured. Hey, you want an extra half day off? Yeah, let me go. Right? Because you, you can't get substantive change in terms of that negotiation when it comes to CBAs. But here, you've got everybody lockstep. You're looking at the videos, team by team, coming out with them. Uh, the players joining together uh, to demand action by the NFL. And Roger Goodell, this might be leading tenuous always it is when we talk about labor negotiations but it might be that partnership that we've been looking for. And maybe you get inroads into some other more informed conversations, right? Two weeks ago, we were talking about the Rooney rule, right? Mm-hmm. And another ham-handed attempt of, hey, how about we incentivize this, right? Here's a draft pick. Oh, and a retention bonus. And it all looks silly, and we all dismissed it, but it was an attempt, 
right? As silly as it might have been, it's at least, uh, hey, we need to look at this further. And now that goal line got moved and you're pushing towards it and you've called a a better power play uh, from off tackle uh, behind your all pro guards and and tackles to try to make some movement here and pick up that fourth and one. Uh, See, I had to get a sports analogy. That's all right. You got it in there, but you got it. Otherwise, it just wouldn't have worked. I know. No, I get it. Either that or it's Steve Kerr. Or it's the butt fumble. I don't yeah. know. Whichever yeah. way you want to look at it. The point is that the players finally are in a position of power and united. And this is a big day for that. Yeah, and for Roger Goodell, obviously, we want to wait and see what happens next. For someone like Drew Brees, for someone like Jake Fromm to say what they did this week that was very tone deaf and not thinking at all about what their teammates and brothers on the field go through. We need to see what their actions are because we want to see if you're for real. Now, yes, there's going to be the next part for the NFL to say, okay, show me you're real, but the NFL can't not do anything. The NFL is pretty public. If they say they're going to do it and you're standing up against the president, that's the tough part. The rest is the easy part. I mean, for the NFL to say, we got this, you know, we got, I, I, cause I, I told you when this happened, the NFL needs to say, you know what, Mr. President, worry about the country. We got this. Okay, we are we are a private entity. We are we are the National Football League. We got this. So you go do your thing and we got it. And finally, they did that. We're going to see change. And now the players know they're empowered by the National Football League. And and with Goodell saying, I'm going to reach out, figure out what the right things to do are. You know, he has to because if it doesn't happen in a week, you're going to find out, hey, uh, uh Roger Goodell didn't call me, didn't call me, didn't call me here to call me. We will know this. You know, yeah. you can't just hide stuff anymore. This is something that will come up. And this is it's it's a big day. And I and I, I get where you can look at it sideways and go, well, now let's see. Now show me. But well, trust me, when you're standing up to someone who made the NFL scatter and and run and run scared for three years about making their own decisions, that's a it's a big day. Well, it's they, a got, really, they got really used as day. yeah, they got used as a political p- pawn for almost four years yeah right mm-hmm. and this time it's another election cycle and for roger goodell for the owners i mean you don't know we we know where monies have been donated right the stuff that's public record and, and certainly folks come to conclusions there but given the failures four years ago to adequately address it and all the other failures to act by the nfl yes you can castigate yeah you can have you know, uh, a lot of skepticism of what's being said and the the words of Roger Goodell today. They they're recognizing the failures of the past. Again, they still have to address the Kaepernick part of things head on. That still needs, and, and I understand the call for that, right? Because you obliquely, you know, get into it uh, with the statement, but you got to take steps. Right. And this is a huge first step of admitting a wrong. Now you go back and you look at substantive changes in hiring policies and procedures and evaluations and everything else. You're not going to be able to eradicate it because, as we know, in every business, you know, you have a lot of job wrecks that go up on a site. And you know what? They're there because legally you have to put them up. But you already have an internal candidate or an outside person coming in. And, and that I mean, just look at John Gruden's hiring by the Oakland Oakland, now Las Vegas Raiders. Right. I mean, that there, there was no doubt he was getting that job. So it's things like that that we're still going to see. But you have to figure out how you make the process better. How do you be more inclusive? And for Roger Goodell, he's he's now taken that first step. The league will be held accountable for the next. 
Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations, in-store or curbside. If you have a job that can wait until tomorrow, AutoZone offers free next-day delivery on orders over 35 bucks. Just order by 10 p.m. At AutoZone, free next-day delivery is available on over 100,000 parts. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast, get in the zone, AutoZone. We have more on this big day coming up next with a very special guest. Uh, hey, see change in the National Football League. We may have seen it. Uh, we also have coming up this hour, look, it wouldn't be Friday if we didn't have a score of insane <laughs> stories. And boy, do we have one coming your way in a bit. Keep it right here, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Vredestein test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for Lift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call and one application with Express Employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. And uh, today, I'll tell you, we've had some kind of day in the National Football League. First, we had President Trump tweet out that he was upset that Drew Brees apologized for his statement that he disagreed with anybody who disrespects the flag. This is from two days ago, his interview with Yahoo Finance. Every NFL player said, are you kidding me? You are disagreeing with the protest that Colin Kaepernick was doing not to disrespect the flag, but to stop police brutality, which is why we're in this mess right now. Drew Brees apologized. And then today, President Trump, who, look, likes the flag situation and the kneeling situation to fire up his base. He has shown that it worked for him a few years ago, and here he is getting ready to get ready for fall and re-election. And look, this is what politicians do. Politicians say, what works for me? What appeals to my base? I'm going to go back to that well. And as long as the NFL allowed him to be in their business, he was going to be back doing it. So he tweets out today, hey, I wish he didn't apologize. No, never kneel uh, before the flag. Well, then we played the soundbite from Roger Goodell in response, basically, to President Trump saying how they were wrong to not listen to the players before, and they're going to do it now, to which every NFL player is saying about time. Uh, so we talked about that a few minutes ago, and now we have this letter that was posted from Drew Brees to Donald Trump, and he says to the president, through my ongoing conversations with friends, teammates, and leaders in the black community, I realize this is not an issue about the American flag. It has never been. We can no longer use the flag to turn people away or distract them from the real issues that face our black communities. We did this back in 2017, and regretfully, I brought, brought it back with my comments this week. So I give Drew Brees the nod for not only getting, you know, staying on this, but talking to the president and saying, listen, 
It's not about the flag, which is, oh, by the way, what we've been saying. It was never about the flag. It was about police brutality. But you can twist narratives, and this is exactly what's going on. So now this is, this is that day of sea change. We have the National Football League saying, stay out of our business. We have Drew Brees saying, listen, we all have to figure this out together. It's not about the flag. This is a very big day. And joining us now on the hotline, it's always a big day when he stops by. Yeah, buddy. He is the editor-in-chief at Fansided.com, longtime NFL insider, and still, to this moment, he is a Pro Football Hall of Fame voter. Go Aztecs, <laughs> dudes. All right. It is Jason Cole. J. Cole, what's happening? I have a feeling that this might be the tipping point on that Hall of Fame ballot. You think this... <laughs> uh-oh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Listen, are you going to start by saying again you're, you want Staubach out of the Hall of Fame? Are you going to start that? Oh, that's a, that's a, you, can, you, can, you can save that on one of your drops or something like that. I'm I'll not, make it T-shirts. Yeah. I want yeah, Staubach, Staubach out. out. Actually, you know, it's, it's, it's just make sure Drew Pearson never, no, never gets anywhere close to the doors of the Hall of Fame. Well, that's on the back. Like, you can even away. be allowed in as a guest. Okay, I got. I have your T-shirt idea. If you say Staubach, I want you out. Right? The picture has to be his reaction after Jackie Smith dropped the touchdown pass in the Super Bowl against the Steelers. When he goes, ah! That's got to be. That's got to be the picture. There you go. I'll get to work with my artists on that. Dropping to the knees. He's all upset. No! Oh! He's like, I can't believe you dropped that pass. I can't believe you dropped that pass. How's that guy in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jason Cole, his, uh, his, his mission in 2020 is to get every Dallas Cowboy out of the Hall of Fame. Out, who is in. everyone. He's, Bob Lilly. He's gonna... Out. Bob Lilly. <laughs> out. Everybody. Well, and, and, Dr- and Gil Brandt just went in, and, and you want him out. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gil Brandt went in. you got to get Gil Brandt out. Oh, Gil's going first. He's out first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got to enjoy. He got to enjoy it for about six months, but he's out. <laughs> well, he didn't like Jason's non-system of ranking things. <laughs> you know, I really hope at the beginning of the the, the enshrine. You know, and I know you guys all get together in a big room and you debate. Somebody comes up and sure. says, "All right, do we have any questions before we start?" And and some writer from the Green Bay Press Gazette or some maybe the Dallas Fort whatever comes up and says, "Yes." Uh, is Jason Cole in this room? I'm going to read you some statements I've heard him make in the past 12 months about our proud enshrinees into the Hall of Fame. Dave Baker will be like, if, if like Dave Baker will be like drinking a glass of water and like spit it all out. What? <laughs> Here's the following players Jason it's, Cole it's, would like out of the like, Hall of Fame. Um, it's only good at the end of. Uh, What's that movie with Dustin Hoffman and Warren Beatty? Um, Ishtar? Ishtar. What's at the end of Ishtar? You're, you're referencing just, Ishtar. Oh, absolutely. Charles, who's the comic who's, who plays the government guy? Charles. Charles uh, Grodin. Char, yeah, Charles Grodin at the end where he goes, shoot him. Just, just shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be Baker. He's going to be like, Shoot Cole! Shoot 
him now. You Get can- him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So while that's going on, and and boy, I that'll be some kind of scene. Something actually serious. Yeah. Like, no. No. I'm just thinking yeah. how that would be on TMZ. And here's the here's the head of the Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> there goes Jason Cole running out of the building, and there goes I'm Roger Staubach. Out by a guy with an Uzi. <laughs> Baker told me to do it. No <laughs> problem. Uh, that could be a problem for me, especially. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, hey, so your reaction today? I mean, we, it's a pretty big day, you know. First, it begins with Trump saying players shouldn't kneel, Brees shouldn't apologize, Roger Goodell takes a stand, Drew Brees writes a letter saying it's not about the flag. You know, what do you take well, away good, from everything? It, that? It, good, you know, good for the league and good for them because I just we allowed this whole thing to get so twisted last time. And it's not about the flag. It's about people finally saying, hey, can please help us. Right? It's really, let's get right back down to it. Like, can we just have stop having bad cops kill and brutalize people? And, and I mean, you know, especially minorities, but just generally stop killing and brutalizing people. I mean, bad cops, right? Can we focus on that problem? And I'm not just talking about racist cops or you know, badly trained cops, you know, bad tactics. You know, there are just some guys out there, and there are some systems that are bad, right? Can we fix that? Let's just focus on that. And the other stuff, you know, we'll get to, right? But let's get back to stop having these kinds of things happen again and again and again. Yeah, And yes... Something is going to happen somewhere along the line, but can we not have it happen like in bunches and droves anymore? And so let's let's stick to that. Let's get that solved, and let's get people you know on the right track. And forget talking about the flag. And for you know, I mean, it, this got so twisted around because originally Kaepernick was sitting, and then he was kneeling because he was advised by the military. You know and. It went 16 different ways to Tuesday, right? Let's focus on the problem. And the problem is that we have, and we can argue about stats and all this other thing, but we certainly have a huge perception problem in this country. At the very least, it's a perception problem. At the worst, it's a very serious problem that it is actually racist, brutal, brutalizing and killing of people, Okay. But somewhere along the line, there's this huge perception problem. Fix that and focus on fixing the problem so that this stops happening on a regular basis. That's, that's all. I mean, that's, that's, that's where I'm at with this. And so I'm happy that Drew Brees took a stand. I'm happy that Roger Goodell took a stand. I'm, I am tired of the president using this as a silly trope to appeal, appeal to his base to get them riled up, to use it as an election tactic. Just let's move on to something that let's focus on the serious problem. So, Jason, do do you expect the league to have a further statement that includes Kaepernick specifically? I don't care about statements anymore. I don't care about words anymore. I don't care all that much about Colin anymore. I care about the problem. If Colin gets a job, fine. But this is not about whether Colin has a job or not. It's about whether 
somebody kneels on somebody's neck for more than eight minutes. All right? That's what mm-hmm. the pro- issue is. The issue is going into somebody's home in Louisville, going into the wrong place and shooting up a woman and her boyfriend and killing her. The problem is Walter Scott getting gunned down in the back. The problem is uh, Philando Castillo, Castile getting shot in his car. The problem is Amadou Diallo. The problem is Freddie Gray. The problem is Rodney King. I mean, like, how many more names do I have? You know, that's the problem. Focus on that problem. Stop just talking. Stop having all these conferences. Stop having all these statements. Like, help the police, help law enforcement, help the country fix the problem. You can follow him on Twitter, at JasonCole62. That is at JasonCole62. Editor-in-chief at fansided.com. Strong words, incredible words right there. And I don't mean that. I mean wanting to get the Cowboys out of the hall. Yeah. I mean, that's that's Yeah, really that's, why, that, that, that's what it's really about. Because this <laughs> yeah. other stuff, yeah. Like, the Cowboys stuff is paramount yeah that's like <laughs> i'm gonna have my list of cowboys <laughs> that i would like in this we, order we just destroyed everything that i just did no, like, dude, every serious was, thing just come on man are you kidding that was yeah. that was that was dro- i fire. wanted to talk to Brilliant. you longer but dude that's a drop the mic moment man i mean that's what it was <laughs> later later buddy you, we'll thank you. you phenomenal stuff there from jason cole fixing the problem and look and, and that's what all of this is it, it's you know if we could you know, I, I, what was what was the old uh, President Bush line? If I could wave a magic wand, I'd wave it. You know, but I, I I can't. You know, we need to we need to actually get down and do things. And you know, that's kind of it. We can't just wave a magic wand and say okay, fit. But days like today, with this, you need to take steps. And this was this was a huge step because the the fact that the NFL has been in the shadow of 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 the of Kaepernick and and kneeling and this is why I said a couple days ago boy if they could do it over again they'd do it differently I don't know if Colin Kaepernick would still be in the National Football League but players would feel more comfortable in the NFL uh there would be more harmony uh between players and coaches and and the league itself and there might not be as much distrust as as there is uh so they would do it over again but but this at least this is a huge step and this week we need to take steps because when you fall all the way down and that's what we've done the past years we've fallen all the way down you, you don't just leap back up and you look it took Bane a long time to get out of that hole no, that's right. right I mean a lot you know, of Bane, climbing Bane you, know, you can't just be Spider-Man and go here I am up out and there I am hey Mr. Stark it was it was like five minutes and I fell asleep I mean it's you got to find a way this this is how you do it. We climb our way out, and this is a this is a big handhold in climbing up and getting out of it. And and look, I, I really do hope that the one thing that comes out of all this is that we've we've hit as worse as it's going to be for us, and now we can kind of bounce back and and do things in a better way. And that was it was well said things by Jason Cole there uh, at the end. Let's fix the problem, and let's with all of this is great, but let's make sure we fix the problem. No, that's it, right? I mean, just he put it. In- the nail, uh, you know, hit it right on the head in that when, you know, I'm trying to go back to, all right, for the league, what's the next step? And he's like, it doesn't matter, right? It's it's so irrelevant uh, on a, a grand scale. It's now about action and pushing forward, right? I always quote the late Ed Farmer. It's the, the biggest truism you got. The long road begins with the first step. Feels like everybody's at least got off the starting blocks here. You know, the uncomfortable conversations being had that – you know, you, you have to make people aware, right? You have to educate. Gains are hard. 
whether it's in the gym, here in the studios when we're fighting with each other and trying to get Tyshard to not be, uh, you know, going too nuts on a Friday night. Uh, you know, all of the, I'm trying to make sure he's awake, but mm-hmm. the, the idea that, you know, you've got all these things that you try to do, trying to learn new languages, new subjects as our kids have tried to do without their teachers in their, in their grills the last couple of months. Here's a new, new uh, section of math. Good luck. Right. It's hard. All of this is hard. But you got to start with the conversations. You've got to try. Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. We are live from the Geico Studios. Jason, call all of tonight's guests. Appear uh, with us via the Discover Card hotline. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations, they do apply. we got more coming up at 90, but right now, let's. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site it is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for forklift operator to customer service the team at express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role turn to express employment interviewing with express can be as easy as a phone call and one application with express employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community don't go in your job search alone visit expresspros.com expresspros.com today Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. You know, Steve Winwood may be one of the most underrated singers in the history of rock and roll. Oh, I'm back in the high life again, baby. Oh, that album was so... I remember, I remember buying Back in the High Life again and listening to it, and my mom was like, you like Steve Winwood? I mean, I'm 17 years old listening to Steve Winwood. I go, yeah, this album is great. It's awesome. She's like, oh, my God. I think she gained a lot of respect for me with that. I just wish you could play the dance remix for her right now. Oh, yeah, I wish. we. I'd, I'd pull her out on the dance floor in a right? wedding. We would dance to this. You'd have some crazy dance moves going on, scaring uh, the rest of your family. Here, l- 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 let me let me show you the dental floss. I'm ready like this and do the, do the dental <laughs> floss dance. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of the newsroom, all right, which was really it could have been the best show on television, but instead Aaron Sorkin just got ridiculous and mailed it in, and uh, it got to the point where everybody in the newsroom was related to somebody that had to was involved in a big story. <laughs> oh, hey, call so-and-so's sister there. Oh, yeah, okay, great. Um, but one of my favorite lines in it is is uh, Will McAvoy, Jeff Daniels, is doing, you know, he, he, it's about doing the news every day and life in a newsroom uh, in a CNN, Fox News type type format, and he's doing an interview with, a, with an environmentalist, and and uh, it's a Friday night, and, and he's doing the interview, and he says, okay, so, you know, how can we save our planet? And the environmentalist says, well, it's, it's, we're doomed. We're doomed. There's nothing we can do. He says, well, what do you mean? It's really funny because it's Toby from the office. Right. And he keeps saying, well, but, but you know, but how can we – there's got to be something we can do. No, it's too late. I mean, maybe a few years ago, but no, now we can't. It's, it's, there, it's, it's over. And Jeff Daniels says, well, here's the thing. It's a Friday night. We like our audience to feel good on a Friday night. So can, can you give me something positive? He goes, no, there's nothing. I mean, we've, we've done it to ourselves. <laughs> so because it is Friday night, and obviously we do deal with a lot of heavy topics uh, on the show. I want to say this. Tomorrow, the world will be here. 
the world will be here tomorrow because the asteroid that we've heard about all week that is hurtling very close to Earth, it is now officially going to miss us, but it's a close shave. It's going to miss us by 3.2 million miles. That is 18 times the length of the Earth to the moon. So it's going to be close, but it's going to miss us by three and a half million miles. Not three and a half miles, not, not 300 miles, no, 3.2 million miles. Now that's close. It's closer than normal asteroids get, but uh, you know, we're, the world will be here tomorrow. I'm pretty confident with that. How about that, man? That is, but that was something you were watching, right? Because, I mean, just face it. In 2020, the last three months, it's just been one thing after the next, man. And we still haven't even hit cicada season. But no, we know well, they're coming. We'll wait on the cicadas. Well, I'm hoping that the cicadas and the murder hornets can can maybe some kind of uh, you know war erupts there. And, well, and they, the, want, you know that could be what it is too. Man, the murder hornets are like Darth Maul. They sucked. Mm, wow, that's a hot. That's a hot. I thing. mean, they pop up for a minute. Everybody gets excited, and then they're done. Yeah, I mean, Man, one or two okay. big moves. But, I mean, we saw all we need is a, an army of praying mantises mm-hmm. or praying manti, <laughs> and they will take care of the murder hornet. I don't know if you've seen video of that, Smith. Uh, it's yeah, next no, no, level no. stuff, man. I'm, I'm thinking something. We have something in, in mind to take care of the murder hornets. But, you know, but my, my thing about this is that at this point, even if a, a, an asteroid got close to the Earth and we'd all, we'd all hear, what's going to happen? Oh, it's the Earth. It's gonna, the Earth is going to explode. Well, I don't know that that's going to happen, but we'll cause a lot of damage. Can't we shoot the thing out of the sky now? I mean, I know we didn't have the technology in Armageddon and Deep Impact, yeah. but that they, those movies were in the well, 90s. Well, now we got all the Marvel stuff. If we yeah, haven't but, been able to perfect it, I don't yeah, know. Well, I mean, if Captain Marvel is not busy, I know she could do it, but she may Especially be Especially when she's know? got that cool haircut, like the she, little buzz. She, and... may, she, she could be in a planet millions of miles away and not get here in time. But we got to have some kind of weapon by now, right? I know we couldn't do oh, we can't hit it. Well, we can hit it now, can't we? It's 25 years later. That's it. This is gonna. I'm going to bring back karaoke next week. The bars are opening to this one. Because we I avoided mean, the end of the world. Let's go, people. I mean, Elon Musk had, an, you know, naming your kid. Okay, dude, come on, man. But he just, we just. Maybe just his kid a, is the weapon, Jason. Oh, he's going to be the one. And he's got, like, lightning coming out of his hands. Ah. ah, that could be it. That could be it. But really, I mean, 25 years, we have to have that technology now. Something we can shoot up into space, you know. Or just get a bunch of drillers. Send them up in space and do it right. Bruce Willis had it done. This is true. You know? I mean, uh, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna send astronauts. We're gonna send oil drillers. Oh, you said oh, it like it's sense. wrong. That makes sense. Hey, creativity, man! <laughs> creativity. We got to think outside the box. And while they're trying to save the Earth, there's also some kind of uh, 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 conflict between the leader and one other guy in there because of the dating of his daughter. So they're gonna fi- they're gonna figure out their personal problems while they save the Earth at the same time. So that's how it's. Well, gonna we gotta go. have another arc, man. <laughs> Uh, so uh, the world will be here tomorrow. I, what it's going to be, I don't know, but it's going to miss us. Twitter and how about it? Oh, my goodness. Look at the tweets coming in on this. Yeah, buddy. Uh, we'll have more on this coming up next. And KD, will he play? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios. And uh, before we get to a big story out of the NBA, and, and believe me, coming up in 20 minutes, we get back into everything that's gone on today with President Trump, 
Commissioner Roger Goodell, and now Drew Brees. It has been that kind of day uh, that the hits just keep on coming. Um, We're all going to be here as far as the Earth tomorrow because the asteroid that's coming is going to miss us by three and a half million miles. Yes! We're going to be, the world's still, what shape we're in, I have no idea, but the world is still going to be here. And I think that, our technology is advanced much past where we were in the 90s with Deep Impact and Armageddon because, you know, oh, we can't shoot it out of the sky. Why can't we? We're, come on. We got, so 25 years later, we should be able to do this. Now, I want to say this because this is, a, this is maybe this is a really big hot take. Hot maybe, take coming up. Hot take. Look, Armageddon is a way better movie than Deep Impact. It's it's you know it's the same movie, but Armageddon is something that's still on television and people watch Deep Impact. You really have to try to find it. Uh, you look, Armageddon had Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck. It had the great shot from the trailer of Ben Affleck's eyes getting really wide and the lights, you know, reflecting in his space helmet. And it had the Aerosmith song. I mean, it's well, the some, Aerosmith it, song. I mean, that was their only number one it hit. Had the man. Aerosmith song. That it, was their only number yeah. one hit with all the great hits. That we sing, and I get my voice all raspy, especially I have a couple of drinks in me, and hit those Steven Tyler notes, let me tell you what. <laughs> that was their only number one hit. Can you believe that? No, you th- I don't I think I thought it was over. Look, Aerosmith is a band where I thought, boy, it's been it's over for them many times. I thought it was over in the late 70s. Then I thought it was over in the 80s. Then I thought it was I over after what. permanent vacation. Then I thought it was over after the 90s. And then I'm like, well, it's still coming at us with, with a big song from Armageddon. My man, really, what, my, song- my girl saw them, and I saw them in November, man. I'm going back as soon as they they get that residency going back. I'll tell you, every time you think it's over for Aerosmith, they give you a song, although now it's been, you know, 20-some-odd years. That's okay. Still, Play the hits! If I can go see one movie about an asteroid coming to blow up the Earth, I want to see the one that has the good song in it. So I'm going to go see Armageddon. Yeah, yeah but Deep Impact. I mean, Robert Duvall, Morgan Freeman, sure. John Favreau. Morgan Freeman. I mean, Favreau was in there. Yeah. So you got to celebrate that. Uh, James Cromwell. uh, And as always, the great Ron Eldred. Mm, Yes. One of the most actors. I'm just going to say actors. (laughs) Because Ron Eldred has ruined so many movies I've seen him in. Absolutely. So he's like he's like what when when Tim Roth first started acting and he's like, boy, I got to get better. And, And that's what that's what Ron Eldred is. Uh, boy, that's a hot take, right? Wow, Unless Ron Eldred listens to the show, in which case, Ron. I Hi, Ron. Uh, just some tweets really fast. Yeah. All right, some tweets really fast about this. Uh, Jason, you do realize those movies were total BS. Also, <laughs> NASA, the movie was BS. <laughs> no! The movie. How the movie dare was you? Wait a minute. This wasn't I'm a watching Avatar as we speak. Are you telling me this hasn't happened? Damn Wait. you! Wait a minute. Bruce Willis didn't leave acting to go become an oil driller and then go back up? I don't understand. It's not real. <laughs> the movies were total BS, right? Also, NASA hasn't sent anyone to the moon since 1969, so they're not as advanced as you think. Well, <laughs> Elon Musk is around. Now it doesn't matter. if Na- We're still making movies about NASA. It works out great. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is total BS. It's BS, uh, man. I'm glad. Look, uh, man, Rob, that that's, that didn't work. Uh, Rob says, listen, I think we can't shoot asteroids out of the sky because you can't predict where and how big the chunks fly. Buddy, what? go to Lucasfilm. Yeah, you I got long-range things going yes. on. Of course, of course. I mean, we could have some AT-ATs, you know, just shooting oh, the stuff Oh, now the you're sky. talking. Uh, just make Mike, sure they can't get cables around the legs. 
our buddy Mike's. You know, and why didn't they just shoot at the adats from behind? They can't turn around. They're not shooting. Why don't we you just go around the adats and just shoot at them from behind? I never just got be that. careful. I mean, the That's slide over stupid. baby hour doesn't start for another two hours. That's just, that was just stupid. Oh, it's not a gentleman's way to engage. No, if you if you're if you're just we're just gonna fly around behind you and just shoot where you can't do it. I don't know why that. Anyway. <laughs> Mike says, the problem with doing a nuclear destruction of an asteroid is the detonation of an atomic missile on a moving object in space. If you miss and it hits an alien planet, it will cause an intergalactic war. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. That's the best part. That is the greatest that's like, that's uh, like intergalactic the view we've ever heard. That's like from The Simpsons. Ah, uh, did we get it? Nope, we missed. Ah, it'll probably just detonate in space. And then they cut to a planet going, hey, what's that coming toward us? Kang and Kodos are on their way, man. Uh, uh, Ciro says, all that's needed is to just push it out of the way. More of the issue is seeing those asteroids coming. Well, I'm pretty sure we, we have a distant early warning signal for asteroids. We've known this asteroid's coming for a while now. Well, I, we heard about it days ago. This is not new news. Yeah, no, we can do that. I was anxiously awaiting it. I mean, I I had bought some beer. I was ready to to wait and count it down, man. Uh, Dameron says, Jason, we have no chance to shoot something in space. Movies lead us down a bad path, it seems. (laughs) I can't tell if they're serious or sarcastic. Uh, You know, ever since I saw Michael J. Fox turn into a wolf in Teen Wolf, I tried to figure out a way to do that. He becomes a great basketball player. I've been working on that for 35 years. (laughs) Young Mikey Harmon back on the south side of Chicago. Uh, and then Jordan says, Jason, I was going to say, I think you have to explain to millennials what those movies are. And I really, I, I really, I, yeah, I have we'll no idea a, what you're yeah, talking about. We'll put about. a blog post together, all that. The Teen Wolf thing, I'm sure, yeah. falls on deaf ears. Maybe people just remember Teen Wolf 2 with Bateman. No. I mean, it's a problem. We, you miss. That's going to start an inter- I could just see that in a movie. If you miss that asteroid, we start an intergalactic war. Well, but you, you better know, be right. right. You're like, oh, man, we missed. All right, what's our next plan? Go to plan B. And then everybody's back, and they're out sunning themselves, hanging out at the beach. And then slowly but surely, hey. Well, See, no, that's, that? that's the next Avengers, right? William Hurt shoots uh, 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 you know, all these missiles into space to try to get rid of the asteroids because the government has defunded the Avengers and, and they can't do anything anymore. But they miss, and they're going to hit Titan or Nedavalier or you know, whatever, whatever like it's going to hit. And so now they go, you know what? Now we got to get the Avengers to get into space, intercept the nukes before they hit the planet then the neighboring planets would launch a strike back at us and that would kill it. i got I, I got to hang on, i got to call the russo brothers hang on one second yeah but do any They're of them right call time. back and say hey i'm on vacation beat it <laughs> you know how many uh, i've been fighting i've been dragging like they go into a kareem abdul jabbar speech out of airplane i've been dragging them back and forth no, they they dragged wanda and the vision back they were on vacation when they, no, they that's came true. back in civil war I mean, and, and, and Wanda came back with a completely new accent. You know, the, the big, strong Eastern European accent she had in the first movie no, no, no. was that, just that gone. Didn't, that, that didn't test so well. That was just gone. By the time you hit Infinity War, it's like, what happened to her accent? It was so strong. Well, we're really going to change these two characters dramatically. <laughs> At least, at least they could have shown her like with those, uh, uh, you know, the, not not hooked on phonics. But what are the uh, when when you learn a different language with the books on tape? What is well, it? Well, you could do the Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone. I was do, thinking, yeah, all yeah, of those yeah, things. Yeah. At least show her doing that. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I subscribe, man. I got 14 right. languages at my disposal. Oh, I'm going to be very goodness. worldly by the end uh, of the summer. Oh my goodness! Look out. 
Uh, so, like I said, we're going to be here tomorrow. Uh, the world will be here. And, uh, yeah, thanks, we will. Thanks to the movie-making magic in the late 90s that taught us how to deal with asteroids, uh, Bruce Willis, and, and um, I believe Mary McCormick was in yes, the impact. Yes, yes. Okay. Lasers. Yes, the lasers. Sharks with laser beams. Uh, but... Hopefully you are not one of those people that put money on the Brooklyn Nets to go all the way to the NBA Finals. When the NBA announced they were returning, suddenly the odds on the Nets in Vegas were dropped from 600 to 1 to 50 to 1. Why? I was going to drive to Vegas tonight, man. Yeah, well, now I saved you. I saved you drive. I and I saved you that. some gas. Thanks, buddy. So you're all set, buddy. Uh, because Kevin Durant and potentially Kyrie Irving we're going to come back in the playoffs. Maybe KD is going to come back and maybe he wrecks the playoffs and here comes Kevin Durant. Well, I'm sorry if you bet that money. Kevin Durant telling the undefeated tonight, my season is over. I am not going to play. So when he comes back, it will be for the beginning of December when the NBA season's going to begin, the next season. So he will have a lot of time off. You're talking about a full year and a half in between games for Kevin Durant. So he should be as close to 100% as a 31-year-old player coming off of uh, Achilles' uh, uh, tear is going to be. But he is not going to play in the playoffs this year, so you can scratch the nets. And look, is is it too early for him? I would say maybe not um, because it's been a long time. It's been mm-hmm. well over a year. It's not like he had to come back and try to play in May when the playoffs. So you're talking about a comeback that's going to be in August. Uh, but I think Kevin Durant just had it made up. I'm not going to play this year no matter what. And you're not going to get me off it, and maybe I can entertain it for a minute or two, but I'm just not going to. There's no reason for me to rush this back. I don't want to do it. It's not something I'm comfortable with because clearly if – if he wanted to, he could. It, it could be. It's, it's, not, it's not out of the realm of, of possibility that he could work, come back, and maybe play a certain number of minutes a night, whatever it is. Now, again, he's going to wind up coming back at some point, but I think just he had it in his mind, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to rush myself back. It's not worth it for me because I rushed myself back to play in the NBA mm-hmm. Finals last year, and what happened? I tore my Achilles. Right. And you know everybody thought it was an okay injury and I could play, and look at me, I kind of ruined my career as it. I, I potentially could have ruined my career. So I'm not playing this year no matter what, and I will see you in December for the next season. Yeah, I, I think when you get down to it, like everything we've talked about for the last couple of months since the Rudy Gobert uh, diagnosis is risk management, right? Risk assessment, city to city, state to state. How do you feel about things and how do you push forward? With Kevin Durant, you're trying to build on what was just a ridiculous run uh, with the Warriors. So coming back when you would, you would have a really difficult road, right? Between the eight games playing down the stretch plus the road to a potential title, that's a lot of basketball in a compressed amount of time. And if you were just cleared in the last couple of weeks, do you really want to say, all right, I'm all in and and push the chips to the center of the table, knowing that any setback at all probably takes you out for part of next season? I would say, no, let's look at what our percentage chance is to to really make a run in the playoffs. Particularly, we haven't heard anything to say that Kyrie's coming back, definitely. Right? right. If, you, if you thought it was 100%, well, if both are back, then maybe you're still talking about 50 to 1. Because, I mean, it's going to be a long road, and you're going to have to create a bunch of upsets and hope for absolute chaos everywhere in the brackets to have a, a legitimate shot at a title. Why not sit down, 
get your get your reps in, right? Get your get your work in because in all those practices you can still participate, but recognize that you have a squad, and we'll see what happens in the short off season. You have a squad that could be a contender next year if everybody's a hundred percent. So uh, while I was excited at the potential chaos of him coming back, I think it's smarter. <laughs> Uh, and certainly, oh, sure. you know, on a million levels mm-hmm. uh, for them to just say, you know what, stand mothballs a little bit longer. We'll see you in December. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, our show this evening, although we're apart these days, we're sharing more. You know that. We've been sharing for the past few weeks, and Mike and I have been sharing for the past seven years with you here on a nightly yeah. basis. Geico is sharing more, too, with the Geico Give Back. 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. Uh, we have more on the NBA coming up uh, because now they've put out some guidelines as far as social distancing when they come back, what kind of COVID-19 testing is going to happen. There's some really interesting stuff in there, but coming up next, Trump, Goodell, Breeze, a day that none of us expected that I guarantee you many people are just saying it's about time. Keep it right here, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site it is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is a local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for Forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express Employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is the same beat that the Beastie Boys used in uh, their opening song on Paul's Boutique to all the Swiss girls, Italian women, Italian women. I think this guy's a little more smooth. The Southern Bells, the Southern Bells, the Southern Bells, the Southern Bells. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I, I could counter that, but Tyshirt, then I have to explain to you who the Beastie Boys are. And yeah, it no take, idea. It would, it would take too long. Yeah, it would take too long. Are they part uh, of the X-Men? Uh, yes, they. Yes. And you might be able to explain it to Tyshirt. Yeah, okay. yeah, that I okay. get. Okay, no, no, no. That's Beast Boy. So it's, his, actually, it's like his posse, no. right? Hang on, hang on. Oh, Teen Titans. Hang now on. That's you're Beast talking. Beast Boy, and now I'm jumping Marvel to DC, which is why I said <laughs> I want to just stop and go on. Wait, aren't they all the same? No, Beast Boy used to be the changeling, and then he changed into Beast Boy. All right, How do you was, do that? Uh, they, I don't know. I think Rebranding, they, they, man. Yeah. They Rebranding. Decided, Sometimes you see a gimmick's pretty good, but you don't have everything you need. I mean, how many wrestlers did we see go through many iterations before they found their space? The Rock wasn't The Rock right away. Way, right, he, he was, was the a, pebble. He was the stone. No, but he was, he was Rocky Maivia. He was in doing all these other different pieces, and then he finally mastered the microphone and became the most electrifying force in sports entertainment. I thought he was the grain. 
Now, listen, it's a lot simpler than this. Tyson, if you were walking down the street and there was a bunch of guys and, and, and ladies that you liked and they saw you coming in, would you rather them go, yo, what's up, changeling? Or would you rather them go, yo, what's up, beast boy? Hey. I mean, really, which one would you rather? Yo, changeling is kind of cool. No, come on, man. Really? Oh, yeah. That's, dude, seriously, I set you up for that. No one would pick Changeling. Oh, I would pick boy. it. No, you would stop. You're Why not? Being, you're just being an anti-guy right now. What do you mean anti? You would you would want to be the Changeling over over. Beast oh, yeah, boy. hands down. Seriously? Because you said Beast Boy? Beast Boy? Yeah, Beast Boy. I ain't no boy, baby. I'm a Changeling. Whoa. Dude, you're, oh, see, but, change, yeah, but then you have to try to explain it. What does that okay. mean? You know what? Girls aren't going to like you. They're going to like somebody named Beast you Boy. You want to bet? Yeah, I guarantee we you. We need to do this on the street. I guarantee you. They're going to say, Can What's we get up? one of those microphones and carry our own uh, speaker <laughs> system? <laughs> hey, good looking. <laughs> They're going to say, Hey, Betty, who, who who do you like? You know, I like the guy they call the Changeling Ling 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 Ling. You ever heard of that guy? Changeling. What about you? Oh, no, I'm leaving with Beast Boy. He's really cool, man. He's telling me all these stories about Syracuse and the Mets. Oh, it's so interesting. It's such a good liner, though. No, no one picks change. Yes. No one would pick the person. To Maybe I'll change, change your life. It's not. Boom. <laughs> Boom. See, that's a Friday night right there. And she would say, yes, you can change my life by changing your way out of it. Thank you very <laughs> I've much. I've already changed conversations. Yeah. How about you change your name to Beast Boy, and then maybe we could talk. How about you change your interest level? Beast Boy's. <laughs> you see how this conversation is going? That's how it would be. I would love it. That's it. Really? Now you want to be why antagonistic? Why do I want a handout, Jay? I want to earn it. Why? why? Now you want to be antagonistic. Why? Oh, boy. Well, Tyson, that is true, right? If, if it's that easy, it's a bit of a dude, danger. Come on. Danger dude, you zone, are gonna isn't be, it? You are going to be single for a long time. You want to bet? A long time. All right. When she, uh, whenever I find her, time. if I find her, I'll bring her in one day. Well, but, and, that, and, but that's the other thing is, what do you mean by her, single? And make her call you changeling and see how long the relationship lasts. I'll get her to come on here and be like, yeah, I call him changeling once in a while. <laughs> What's up, changeling? <laughs> it's going to be great. What's up, CL? No, no short. It's got to be changeling. CL. You're the it's only one that does that, Jay. You're the one that goes AT. Yeah, you're the guy that does that. Not everybody else. So I, I try to come up with cool nicknames for you. You just use their first initial. I, I used AT. How is that cool? You're a tight shirt. I mean, what, what Okay, else? that's cool, but you know everybody by their initials. I, I, I can't just call you Jumping Knucklehead Billy. I mean, your <laughs> initials are AT. No, we went over this. Call, it's changeling. Come on. My ne- it's my the next, JKB. My next <laughs> one was going to be, I was going to call you Adat. You know, it's or, you know, or Adson. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to do, do that. Do I got to dump I'm, that? It's no. The, <laughs> oh my God. the JKB, the to, jumping knucklehead Billy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have to explain to uh, Tyshirt what an ADAT is. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, all right. That's, okay. You know what? Oh, I need a timeout. I need a 20 second. Oh, like get a TO, start, baby. This is when you start the NBA game and the other team hits back-to-back threes and it's 6 nothing, and Greg Popovich goes, timeout. I'm not happy. I want to show you I'm not happy. And Popovich is angry. <laughs> I always love when he would do that. Like the first basket of the game would be easy. Two nothing. He'd call a timeout just to show. Oh, I want to show you how mad I get at my team and how upset I can be. Oh, I want to see. I'm coaching. I want to show you all I'm coaching. I'm calling a timeout after the first basket. Hey, man, you coach all 48, man. Uh, this is you do that. This is true, but really, a see, timeout. he had to changeling the layout. I'm telling so, you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. I didn't like that effort. We're gonna make some changelings now. Boom. So uh, here's who's coming out. Here's who's going in. Yeah, keep coming at me, Beast Boy. Okay. <laughs> What the hell happened? I don't know. <laughs> it's Friday, know. baby. It's yes, it it's is. It's Friday, Friday, fool. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. We are live from the Geico Studios, and today was a day 
I mean, the Beast Boy changeling debate went longer than I expected. But today was a day that really came out of nowhere from where it began to where it ended. Uh, it seemed like the Drew Brees and Jake Fromm disagreements and and the uproar was behind us after both players apologized for tone-deaf statements made towards uh, the racial situations in the United States today. Uh, Drew Brees apologizing for saying in an interview with Yahoo Finance that he disagrees with anybody who disrespects the flag, meaning Colin Kaepernick, who most famously kneeled in 2016, uh, wait for it, wait for it, to protest police brutality, not to disrespect the flag or the military, but to protect black men who were dying at the hands of police. This is why he did it. Drew Brees was making up a reason, and we thought, okay, Drew Brees has to apologize. He does. You think it's over, but President Trump gets involved today because, look, this is an issue for President Trump. It's something that worked for him politically. At any time it works for someone politically, doesn't matter what it is, people are going to go back to that well, especially now you're in an election year, and uh, i got to find a way to to, to, to to find myself get back in, in, in line with my base and people who support me and people who disagree with Colin Kaepernick kneeling. And he put out a statement today saying that, I love Drew Brees, I'm a big fan. He didn't have to apologize for kneeling. No kneeling, uh, you know, disrespecting the flag is wrong. So now I'm thinking, okay, here comes the conversation today and here's President Trump getting involved again and making it political. And then the National Football League stepped in. And this is no coincidence that Roger Goodell put this out shortly after President Trump had his tweet. Goodell recording a message that went out on social media. It was a minute, 21 seconds long. This is the big moment, what he said. And this is what changed the day, this statement from Roger Goodell. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We are listening. I am listening. And I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more united NFL family. So that first part there where he says we were wrong in not backing our players when this came out four years ago because what happened was they allowed President Trump to seize control of the storyline where it was a hot-button topic, Kaepernick kneeling, but he was kneeling for his own rights. He was kneeling because he wanted to protest police brutality. And when it came to, hey, this is about the military, no, Nate Boyer talked to Colin Kaepernick about his protest, spent one one game with his hand on Kaepernick's shoulder as he knelt. Many members of the military say, we're okay with this. He is protesting something. He's not protesting us, and this is what we fight for. We fight for people like Kaepernick so they can protest this in the United States. This is what we fight for. President Trump got involved, and it became a big deal. It was it turned into a political story just when we thought it was hitting the back burner. And when it happened that way, it was like the NFL ran uh, scurried, like when like like when you turn on the lights and and cockroaches all go all the way into a corner. It's scurry, 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 because suddenly the NFL is playing defense on. Oh boy, here now the president's involved, and now he's whipping up everybody into a frenzy on on why they should be anti National Football League, and they didn't know how to react. What I wanted. 
the NFL to do then, and I said it on the air then, so I'm comfortable saying I told you then, was to say, Mr. President, thank you for your interest. I understand how you feel, but please worry about the country. We have the National Football League. We got it. We're, 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 we know what we're doing. This is what we're going to do. And so, you know, take it, take, take, uh, thank you for wanting to be involved and try to help solve the thing for us, but we got it and worry about the country. And that's what the NFL needed to do. And two nights ago on the show, to bring it full circle, when we talked about the Kaepernick angle on the Drew Brees story, I said, listen, if the NFL could do that whole thing over again, they would do it over again. They would realize that this is what Colin Kaepernick is protesting against. We have to do better, and this is something we shouldn't get involved with the players and turn it into something we are running scared of because the president talked about it. We need to stand strong and stand with our players, and they would do it over again if they could. So obviously the Commissioner Roger Goodell listens to the show because we said it a couple of nights ago, and here he is saying on Friday saying that, yes, we got it wrong. First of all, every single player and fan hearing that statement, the first thing they thought is it's about bleeping time. That's the first thought that went through everybody's head. First thought that went through my head, it's about time. Does it suck that it's four years later? Yeah, but unfortunately, you can't undo the past. You can only do something now and work towards the future. So this was a big day, mainly because the NFL decided to take a stance and say, Mr. President, we got it. Go worry about something else. We are going to back me and the NFL. We are going to back our players. We're going to back the black players in our league who are going through difficulties and want to make sure that the world is fair to them and everything is fair. This is what we're going to do. That's a really big day. That the, Finally, it's someone standing up and saying, let's have a solution. Instead of us being divided, let's have a solution. The NFL is saying, we're going to figure this out now. Obviously, we have to wait and see just what it is. Goodell says he's going to reach out. They're going to start things. But we've already seen over the course of this week athletes saying, okay, words are it. Let's do more. Michael Jordan's donating $100 million in money to fight racism in many different forms in the next few years. How many teams have you seen put out messages and put out new initiatives to their fans this week? We saw the Packers and the Jacksonville Jaguars, and Florida State is doing it as well after their controversy yesterday. We have finally hit that point where it's okay okay, we need to act and we need to do stuff. We need to stand up and say, this is no good anymore. And that's why this is such a big day because the last time this came up when the president weighs in, the NFL ran scared. And now it's, we got it. This, this, is, this is our domain. We understand what needs to be done. We're going to do it. Well, I think one of the biggest things that we go here is, I mean, people are going to be skeptical, right? What are you putting into action? Uh, we had the great debates a couple of weeks ago regarding revising and expansion of the Rooney Rule, and, and that still is important work to be done. And yes, four years ago, there was a reaction by the NFL, and you could say it was owner-driven, you could say it was business-driven. Bottom line is they didn't act. In fact, they tried to they put together a rule that went in. We talked about Akeem Hicks the other day uh, from the Bears, right? What did we do in response to all this? We signed Mike Lennon. When asked about the Kaepernick uh, situation and the fallout uh, from his protest, right? So the NFL got, tried to get out of the way, and they allowed it to. They were allowed to be a, a political pawn by the owners and by Roger Goodell, and in another election cycle, they weren't going to let that happen again. They weren't going to let history repeat itself and be used in that way because that's exactly where this was going with President Trump, Trump's tweet earlier today. Uh, so Drew Brees with a statement. We'll get to him. But Roger Goodell making this statement, you see the reaction 
after the players had that video together, a number of the biggest names in the NFL, teams doing one by one. We had the Packers, uh, the Jaguars, among others. I mean, there were a number of teams that did that uh, and calling on the league. And now you're talking about uh, a different climate. You're also talking about a lot more people opening their eyes, perhaps because of the news coverage is much different. And obviously the scope and size of the destruction and people worried about property. And, you know, if that's where your brain goes, uh, I advise you to to pull back and, and take a bigger look at what's going on in our society and why. Right. You know, obviously there's there's some that are taking advantage of a situation, but at the root of it, don't be distracted, is looking at police behavior. And if you need the data to talk about it in terms of the system of policing across the country towards everybody, you know, that was one of the messages from Jason Cole either uh, earlier in the show, I should say, is like if you if you're still having problems recognizing where we're at and it doesn't say that police are are bad as an entity, but there's certainly change that needs to happen. Look at some of the statistics affecting everybody across the country, right? If you need to go beyond one sector, uh, there's there's a much bigger systemic thing at play here. For Roger Goodell and company, you know, it, it some are going to say, well, it was easy because this is where it's at. It doesn't matter. Or it's too late. It doesn't matter. This is what they're doing now and pushing forward. And you you got to take that first step. And it's not always going to be perfect. Change never is, no matter what you're doing in your life and in business. And so for Roger Goodell and the NFL, absolutely huge. What is normally a time where we expect a Friday news dump of, hey, this, you know, this guy got cut, or here's, you know, some little side piece of, hey, we had some flooding on the field at the O.co. No, because uh, the sewers backed up. No, we don't have that. This was big news on a Friday afternoon and a huge discussion point and a huge step forward. And maybe people exhale a little bit saying, all right, we've got one of the biggest institutions in our country to recognize that they've got to be partners with their players, which is the other part of this, is the players flexed and said, hey, you want our league? You want us to, to come back to work? You want this all to keep flowing? Recognize who we are and what we mean. That would be enough. However, there was more. The Jason Smith with Mike Harmon live from the Geico studio. So after Roger Goodell stands up and people are going, all right, hey, this is maybe this is going to work now. This was Hugh Grant's moment in love, actually, when he stands up to <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton. And they go, okay, about time. I'm seriously. And then Drew Brees got involved and on Instagram wrote a letter to President Trump in which he says, I understand now it was never about kneeling, was never about the flag. It was about police brutality, and I'm sorry I, uh, that that's what I thought it was. I thought that's what it was in 2017, and now I know it's not. And so now you have the NFL, and now you have Drew Brees, who has been all sorts of in the crosshairs of everyone this week saying not only did do, do I did I not get it but now I get that it's not about disrespecting the flag all right now this is this is a very big deal because this is Breeze admitting okay I I was misinformed because it's not that Drew Breeze said something he didn't believe like do I do I like would do I like people who disrespect the flag no but my my 
definition of disrespecting the flag is a lot different than Colin Kaepernick kneeling because Kaepernick's not disrespecting the flag. He's not doing it. He was doing something for police brutality. And now here's Drew Brees, who understands, okay, he didn't like when people disrespect the flag, but now he knows that's not what Colin Kaepernick did. It's a very big moment for him as well because this is what needs to happen. And this is what I like when people like Drew Brees and Roger Goodell, you heard it in the soundbite there, say, you know what? I need to listen. I need to listen more. And we hear it a lot, that phrase, when, when people are apologizing for something or talking about, hey, I misspoke or I said this, I need to listen more. And there's certain times people say things that are just a crutch. But when I hear someone say, I need to listen more, I pay a lot of attention to that because that's someone saying, I admit, I don't know enough about this situation that I need to. So I need to listen more to people who are this affects more or people who know more about this than I do, that I'm not an expert at this just because I have an opinion. I need to listen more. So when I hear that, Grant Napier said the same thing. I need to listen more. He got fired uh, from the Sacramento Kings uh, or walked away from the Sacramento Kings after being suspended this week. Goodell said it. When you hear, I need to listen more, it means I'm open. I, I Okay, I'm wrong, but you have to tell me. I need to listen to you so I know what you're saying. And that's a huge step. When I hear that, I know someone may be open and being sincere about it rather than just, hey, I'm going to pay a lot of lip service and just kind of say what the right things are and then move on. When I hear that phrase, that's a very big phrase, I need to listen. And when you hear that, look, like I said, Goodell, Breeze, others, okay, this is where I'm going to learn. And here's Breeze who listened after this happened and now realizes Kaepernick's situation was not about the flag. He listened and he learned something. And what can you say? That's the best part of it. Yeah, I think the biggest thing with this is you you now see the reaction from Tory Smith, from Michael Thomas now on Twitter. Hey, that's my quarterback. I'd love to be a fly on the wall with all of those discussions, right? It's certainly, you know, conversations that will continue uh, and uh, systemic conversation from homes all the way through the leagues and and so on and and so forth i mean it's a big moment in in the country at all and for those if you if you have your opinion that doesn't mean you know you're entitled to your opinion just recognize where the world is where there are problems because we always want to ferret out the problems right because you want a better society so wake up Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. And really an incredible day in the National Football League. Uh, but be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. 
Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site it is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for forklift operator to customer service the team at express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role turn to express employment interviewing with express can be as easy as a phone call and one application with express employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community don't go in your job search alone visit expresspros.com expresspros.com today Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! And maybe the news we've needed all day today finally hit us. We thought it wasn't real. Then we were told it was real. Then we were told it's not real. But then we were told, no, it's real. And then today, UFC President Dana White announces 
Fight Island, which is real, will debut July 11th amid the coronavirus pandemic. Fight Island is real. It's happening. He told TMZ. Do you have a little bit of Dana White we can play? All right, let's hear a little bit of uh, Dana White in the announcing, the opening of Fight Island. Maybe he'll be saying, welcome to Fight Island. In a I'll have pictures of the infrastructure seat. next week and have more details for everybody. Yeah, this is absolutely positively happening. And I've been saying June 27th, but it's looking more like July 11th. July so, 11th. He's going to have that white suit on and that cool oh, hat yeah. and a big walking stick with a mosquito in it. Now, here's my big question. Yeah. Is it going to be just a straight opening where everybody shows up and comes to the park and there's attractions? Or do you have the soft opening where you just invite the scientists and a couple of plucky kids, uh, you know, just to make sure everything is okay? Soft underbelly, soft opening with a bunch of prelim bums uh, from the 80s and 90s WWE. You're going to fly them all in in their own helicopter? Welcome to Fight Well, instead of limousines, right, you get (laughs) dropped off. Oh, and parachuting in. He's on the undercard tonight. He actually said there's going to be an octagon on the beach. How great is that? Oh, he threw sand in his eyes. I don't know. Look out, McMahon. That sounds like a rejected Wii sports game, you know? (laughs) Oh, there there is a WWE game that is on a beach. Hey, what do you want to do? You want to do uh, dog frisbee? No, you want to do uh, NBA? (laughs) No, let's do octagon on the beach. Oh, that's a cool one. All right, let's do it. I like that one. I dig this. Do you want to fight with the Q-tips and get knocked off the the, uh, (laughs) platform and fall into the water? No, no, no. Let's do octagon on the beach man that was a good one well that would have been great right if they they combine it with a sideshow of american gladiators you want to jump on lily pads no 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 come on let's let's do so do you want to fight or do you want to show your athleticism <laughs> just in dun, other dun, events dun, battle dun, of the dun, network stars dun, 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 dun. fight I, island style. i gotta make him i gotta make a me if i'm gonna go fight in this thing now just give me a couple minutes i gotta find out the body type I, just give me a couple <laughs> minutes i'll make my me and then i'll go for this do i want to be red or green uh i'll be green i'll be green for the jets okay i'll be green all right man green. it's Perfect. so good fight island is here it is real i think you should go with the soft opening because you don't want to invite a whole bunch of people on and then have you know chaos ensuing that's a lot of lawsuits just saying well you got twitter and how about a fresca mike and swollen dome big story out of the nba next fox be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific i hate that song fox sports radio welcome inside hour three of the program happy friday Jason and Mike, and I'll tell you what, if you think we are doomed as a society, let me tell you what I just saw, Mike Harmon, outside of my window, in front of my house that tells me that maybe, maybe we're going to be okay. There's an ice cream truck. No, no, well, I wish. Uh, Boy, ice cream truck at 9 o'clock at night, that would be, well, that would be suspicious, I think. Why? If a guy said, I don't know, somebody bringing around ice cream at 9 o'clock at you night. You don't think you'd run out your door with your $3 or $8 oh, oh, or whatever the hell it costs at this point? Yeah, of point? course I would, but I don't think. Ice I think cream, would, ice yeah. cream, ice cream. You ever yeah. chase him down the street and then look at him and go, ah, you got nothing I want? And yeah, he gets no. mad because he wasted time. And then you chase him onto the next block saying, ah, I reconsidered. Uh, no, I didn't do that, but I think somebody else did. I'm not going to say who they are. I'm just going to think about them and whistle. I'm an ass, man. <laughs> Um, True. I, 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 I never did that. I, so I feel bad for all the ice cream men in the greater Chicago area now. But uh, yeah. But if I, if I saw an ice cream guy coming around at 9 o'clock at night, I would think that's got to be a front for something. 
I can't believe he's actually got ice cream in well, there. Well, I, I mean, he might have. he might still have ice cream. Doesn't mean he's not got a secondary business. It's hey, like all of those sandwich shops that didn't open till 10.05 on that, Sunday uh, mornings here in me, Los Angeles. Give me that double-stuffed ice cream, okay? When I say double-stuffed, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, why's that guy got uh, eight phones on his truck? <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, it's, it just reminds me of, you know, and, and look, not I don't know why I made a segue in my head is certain things like that. Certain types of illegalities sometimes are just so brazen that it makes you laugh. And I don't mean like really bad illegalities. I mean, something like this. OK, th- this is what it makes me think of. So I did the whole, you know, I talked about, you know, if a guy comes by with with ice cream, you know, uh, at nine o'clock at night, it's a front for somebody's doing something illegal. Uh, I remember when I went back to New York for a visit a couple of years ago and my and we all went for uh, manicures and pedicures. Right, because I love getting pedicures. We go down. Okay, great. This is Staten Island. Okay, this is this is this is a pedicure, and you know my my daughter's getting a manicure, and then my wife's getting a manicure, and I'm getting a pedicure, and we sit down, and a movie is playing, and I forget what movie it was, but it was a movie that there's no way it was out yet. Yeah, you, know, you know they put movies on TV, and you, know, you when you, when you watch it, you get manicures, pedicures. You you know they 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 put the TVs on, they put movies on, they put Food Network on, or ESPN, or Fox, or whatever it is. But they had movies going on, and I go, "There's no way this movie is out right now." There's like this was just in the theaters a week ago, and it looks a little weird. And it was a um, it was a bootleg copy of the movie, and so I say to the woman who is who's giving me the pedicure, I go, "Boy, I, I is uh." This is a pretty special copy of the uh, of the movie, huh? And she looks up at it. She looks at it. She goes, yeah. And I said, yeah, boy, because I, I think this was just in the theaters. Like, what was it, a week ago? And I said, <laughs> I, I said I'm said, i cool. Everything is cool. She goes, oh, okay. She goes, do you, do you want to buy it? We have a few if you want to buy it. Are you one. a cop? <laughs> is, was it shot as well as Death Blow <laughs> by Seinfeld? Uh, you know, it wasn't me that got small. The industry got small, Kramer. Uh, no, she said, oh, yeah, yeah. Do you want to buy it? We have a bunch of copies of it. I love it. Did you buy one? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to show Zoe that, you know, hey, you know, you can do even though she's probably too young to understand. She wouldn't like, have understood yeah, at that point. Know. Yeah. But I mean, like, really doing. Meanwhile, great. you had a whole hard drive full of stuff you illegally downloaded from the Internet. The, the, the thing is, stuff comes out so fast now. It's like, do you really need bootleg copies of things? I mean, there, is there even a bootleg industry anymore? Because I don't know that you need it. The no, way, they how do. Fast things get turned well, around. With streaming services and everything going to on yeah. demand, perhaps not as much. But you still like that that hard copy of a, on, in a yeah. DVD, right? I mean, they, yeah. they took the, uh, what what was the, the latest Pixar movie uh, with the brothers? Onward. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? So that Onward, goes straight right. to plus, but then mm-hmm. they're still selling the DVD. Hey, you want the extras? You go here. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 I already had it. I watched it, man. <laughs> Look. Uh, but the real moment that I want to say we are all, because uh, I, I don't want to forget that because we got on the. On the- yeah, yeah. Well, because of the ice cream man. Off top, right. Ice cream. Uh, Is that my wife was just outside cleaning up in in the front, and she was. I saw her out there talking for five minutes to it to an older woman, and it looks like she's there with her daughter or granddaughter. I couldn't tell how old she was. And, you know, my wife, Michigan fan, you know, we've watched every Michigan football game for the past 30 years, and we're going to continue to watch every game. And she's Michigan through and through. She worked in the football office. She was carrying on a conversation, and she looked like she was very happy and was okay. And the younger girl was wearing an Ohio State sweatshirt. Wow. So if my wife can have a conversation with someone wearing an Ohio State sweatshirt, maybe we're not doomed. Well, to be fair, maybe it's not football not season yet. 
Yeah, but so, no, the but lather, so the lather's not there. Yeah, but that's right? the way of life, though. Michigan, Ohio State's the way of life. That's the way. I actually said to her once, I said, if I was the exact same person, right, and we met at, at ESPN, and, you know, we met when we were, I was 24, she was 25. I said, if we had met and I had gone to Ohio State, would we have gotten together? And she goes, oh, probably not. No, no. I said, no, come on. She goes, no, no, not then. Not, now maybe because I'm older and I, you know, but then when I was 24, no, no way. No way. All revved up, Jason Smith. Yeah, it could have been problematic. I said, wow, really? She goes, yeah, no, no, wouldn't have happened. Yeah, but that would have meant the Saturday night togetherness would have been that much more intense. Well, one Saturday Saturday a year, it wouldn't have been that good, (laughs) at the very least, I know. Uh, So, But yeah, 11 or 12 weeks a year, though, it's either ecstatic Hey, how you doing? Or it's angry. It's like, I got to think about something else. Let's go. <laughs> so maybe we're not all doomed if that can actually happen. Uh, but today we got, I don't want to say overrated news. I don't want to say that it's something that we're spending too much time on, but more details of the NBA's plan to finish playing the regular season and the playoffs have come out today. And a lot of it has to do with social distancing and how the NBA is going to return, what kind of social distancing rules they're going to subscribe by when they do come back. Uh, they're going to come back and play in Orlando. And to, yeah, while yesterday was the accepting of the plan of 22 teams coming, we may have a play-in, 16 playoff teams. Here's the way the calendar looks. The finals go through the middle of October. The draft is a few days later. The new season starts in December. Today was about, okay, well, how are you going to do it? All right, you told us the plan. Now, how are you going to do it social distancing-wise? And the NBA has a lot of plans out there for it. Players are going to be allowed to golf. They're going to be allowed to eat outdoors at restaurants as long as they practice social distancing. They're going to limit family members on site and not allow family members until they get into the playoffs. And then it's going to be probably only three family members per person that are going to be allowed to come to the games and be with their uh, significant others, family members. And this is the lengths to which the NBA is going to for social distancing wise. Now, it's weird because it's a big deal and it isn't because I think the NBA is really planning way too much for this. Because you're talking about something that's not going to happen until the end of July. We are talking another seven weeks are going to come by before we see a game in the NBA. Where are we going to be as far as opening up the country in seven weeks? Look where we are now. Basically, every state is in phase three, which is restaurants, retail businesses are going to be opening up. Now, we got to be smart about it. And I've, you know, that's the number one thing. If it's masks, when you go into retail stores, it's masks because... With everything going on in the world this week, what is not uh, what has not gotten attention is that coronavirus cases are not decreasing. We're not seeing the two week decrease, which means you can open up fully uh, in, as, as some states want to do. Uh, we are still dealing with this, but unfortunately, we had everything this week with protests and the aftermath of George Floyd's killing uh, that we've talked about. So coronavirus has really taken a back seat. Well, but you see the push forward, right? I'm looking across the street and I see people standing in line waiting to get a beer. Right. And, a meal, and I'm saying, right. right? And, and, that, and next the week, the yeah. gyms and schools right. and everything else, like it's full speed ahead. And Fauci right. saying, hey, we can open up schools. Like, all right, you, you keep moving the line, man. You were quiet for a couple of weeks. And I was just like, hey, come on in. Well, but, like, that, but that's the thing is that if 
things get bad, we're not going to have to worry about it because everything's going to get shut down. If we have another huge wave of coronavirus and and when players get to camp and they start coming down with positive tests, that's just going to be it. We're not going to have to worry about it, right? And I'm already concerned that's going to happen. Look, you have Al- Alabama football team is working out together. Everything's supposed to be fine at this point. Five players came down with COVID-19. So what does that tell you about what's going to happen when players come back to play? All right, so that, if, if that happens and we wind up having it, uh, we're not going to have to worry well, about but, sports. But, yeah, but Adam if, Silver said in that, better, in that con- conversation with TNT, though, yesterday, it's, it, you know, they wouldn't necessarily shut down for one. Wouldn't answer as to what critical mass was. but Because that, that's going to be something where, okay, if one person, every, you know, one person a week tests positive and they can isolate them and test everybody else, and if yeah. everybody else is okay, they'll keep playing. But it's going to be a smell test. We're going to know that, you know what, oh, listen, three people on this team and two people on this team and a couple people on this team and a coach and a player on that, okay, we can't play anymore. You'll, you'll know when it's time. Uh, we'll know if it's one person and they're healthy, but they got to be separated. As long as the illnesses aren't bad, they'll continue to play. But if they get so high in number, and by that I mean you get to two or three players per team, now you're talking about not having enough people to play, worrying about that, and then you're worrying about infection. That's when it will stop. But as long as we do okay, and like I said, it, it's different because th- that's going to tell us the story. If if we can't do better at it, then it's not gonna it's not going to matter. But as long as we do do better, and again, something seven months away, this is stuff you're worrying about that, that really? Because if they're still, if, if, if it's seven weeks from now and the NBA is in Orlando, everybody is out doing their thing. The country is open. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing it. Now you want to be careful and you want to still practice social distancing. You maybe want to still wear a mask. It's going to be up to individual people. And some of them, are, people are going to still wear them. Some people aren't. Like I said, that's where you have to be smart. But seven weeks from now, I mean, just say, you can't make a plan right now for what's going to be in seven weeks. I think we would have known. You would have seen that by now, that that's a fruitless endeavor. If you say we have a plan, that's great. But in seven weeks, the world is going to be different. If, if we're on the pace where we can open up and play, and this means we're doing well, the country's open. And so social distancing is not going to be something that is as, as big a deal as it is right now. Again, the next seven weeks will tell us, because if it stays bad, it's not going to be our concern. But if it stays good, where do you think the world is going to be in that time? It'll be back to almost being open. Yeah, I mean, where we're, we're seeing it now, like even with masks and all the guidance for distancing, I, I don't know how much you're in stores, Jason, but certainly for me, hey, the stores have put down the one-way mats. Nah, to hell with that. Uh, I'm going where I want, and I'm going to sprint down the aisle and, and jostle you. I'm going to uh, hold my breath when I go by you and not breathe. Yeah. No, but yeah, <laughs> folk, folks walking out, walking their dogs or running, like they're they're not looking to create space. Like it, it's, I think folks are done with it, right? <laughs> I think folks have had it, and I don't know if that's dangerous. Uh, the data will tell us soon enough. Uh, you know, no, it's, da- it's dangerous. I mean, just because just people aren't going to be smart. And that's it. it, it I, honestly, I think it's just as simple as wearing a mask, whether that does something for you psychologically or physically. It still helps you from being able to make contact. Look, if you're wearing a mask and you're protecting your hands and not touching your face and you're washing your hands using hand sanitizer, I, I, I think that's got to be it. Right. Mask. It's not too much for a retail store to say, hey, wear a mask when you're inside. No, that's right. That's uh, right. And, okay. and, and at not least so much for now, right. It's it just the extension and i know this really pains people and say no that's false like it's the no shoes no shirt no service requirement right now you just add another line to it and people will be mad no you added another caveat really let's 
let's push forward. Like I'm a, I've been the advocate of, hey, I think we went too far in the shutting everything down because you saw what that did to a psyche of a country. You saw the jobless, you see the desperation, you see a lot of issues that fall out of that. Doesn't mean we shouldn't have been safe the whole time, but you know, the the soapbox being mine for the moment. The why can I go to a big box store versus the smaller grocery stores or other places where I can get the same goods because they have bigger lobbying lobbying power, right? I mean, let's call it what it is. So you had a lot of folks that had to stretch for a couple of months. And I get it. If you operate a music venue or theater or all those kind of things, that's a whole other part to this, which is phase four. And nobody loves going to live events and that almost religious type of thing that I talk about, that movement, that energy that we all crave so much, uh, like sporting events, uh, that, you know, we're not there yet. But for, you know, your day-to-day functions, I've been for pushing pushing forward on that for a long, long time, but also being safe about it, right, and being smart about it. And, and that's the biggest thing is, you know, you're not just looking out for you, right? It, it really ties to what we've we've talked about a lot for the past couple of weeks coming out of George Floyd. Um, Breonna Taylor would have been her birthday today and, and all the other names that, that we talk about not to to, to stop. We could do the, the roll call. The, the fact is, a lot of it's about listening and caring about other people, right? This, the basic, you know, golden rule, treat others as yourself kind of thing, right? So that, that's really where we're at when it comes to COVID-19 as well, is being smart about it, being conscientious, and, and making sure we see where the progress is. And if there's a, there needs to be a stop, then you hit that red plunger, and then you figure out what's next. Twitter at how about a fresca might get swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon. I mean, it's going to be very easy. Either the coronavirus is going to lessen and everything will be fine. And in seven weeks, we're playing the NBA. The country's back to normal or it's going to worsen, in which case then we're not going to have to worry about the NBA or sports coming back for a long time. But to, to sit here and worry about social distancing seven weeks from now. I think the NBA is is could really put their energies in other places because it, it that's a fruitless endeavor. Well, I like you know you've got to decide which member of your family gets to come too though. Oh, that's true. Yeah, right. If you have three, three or fewer, true. Who's true. the kid you don't like much? Wow. Who's the one that's got to stay with grandma and grandpa? Oh, do you take the kids and leave the wife? Yeah, I mean, you know, that would is, be, that is there would a be, player to be named later? Right. That would be tough for you because you have you have a few brothers and you know you've told me a few times you were down at the bottom of that list. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's the middle child syndrome. Yeah, perhaps but, it's a persecution complex I need to get over. But you have the grandkids. Uh, but I'm working on it. That always helps. You have the grandchildren. No, that's so that it. Helps. That, the, the kids certainly help, and they're they're smart asses just like me. So it's good. Yeah, but that's really the only saving grace. You, no, you, that's you, it. You, I'm, I'm. They wouldn't joking. even call you anymore if you didn't have kids. That, well, that they might be true. You. Hey, by the way, happy birthday, Dad. <laughs> Oh, it, your dad's it birthday It is actually today? my dad's birthday today. Wow. A number of wait- friends as well, but happy That's birthday, nice. Dad. And, and you waited to wish him a happy birthday two and a half hours into the show. <laughs> well, because it got into my family not calling me. I wasn't going to just jam it into the show. I mean, we had big, important topics. About- Blank you, Dad. Happy no, birthday. No, no, no. Hey, we had a nice, long conversation earlier. We talked about some movies and binge-watching opportunities for him. I may have given him a password or two to accounts for to stream some stuff. He's probably oh listening right now and laughing at us and calling you a jerk as we speak. There's my son. Two hours and 17 minutes into the show, he wishes me happy birthday. What the hell, man? 
Uh, Lowe's is working harder than ever to help pros get the job done. I mean, harder than Harmon works, which is dad. Happy birthday. Uh, Lowe's is working so hard with a dedicated team of associates who only serve pros. They stock the stop. They stock the top rated brands you need offer curbside loading and can even deliver right to the job site service like that's why Lowe's is the new home for pros uh, coming up next it was a big day in Major League Baseball because we now know how much money is separating the players from having a season there are tremendous late breaking developments what are they we'll tell you next this is Fox Sports Radio be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site it is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for forklift operator to customer service the team at express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role turn to express employment interviewing with express can be as easy as a phone call and one application with express employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community don't go in your job search alone visit expresspros.com expresspros.com today Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios. And today was a big day in Major League Baseball because I'll tell you what, I really want to be optimistic that we're going to play and we're going to have a season, but I, I, I don't want to be disingenuous, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's tough because, look, we want to be positive and, and look ahead of things and hope that we can find the best of a situation and something can happen. But Major League Baseball, just every, every day, I feel like it's, <laughs> I'm just waiting for them to find out that we're just not going to play. All right, now, obviously, the sides are at odds and they're not getting any closer to an agreement. The owners want the players to take 50 to 75% less of their salary and they only want to play 48 games the players say we want 100 games or at least 80 and we want at least half to uh, more of our salary and major league baseball has said we're not going to come back with a a counter proposal we're going to try to steamroll through because we think legally we can force a 50 game season onto the players all right, now Jeff Passan of ESPN, big baseball insider, uh, broke it down today and it, it used a lot of math that, you know, look, I'm, I'm trusting that Jeff Passan is right when he says what he says. <laughs> as I long as think, he puts, a, you know, tries to take shots at people, he puts their name on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say, okay, I think he's making this up, so I'm going to go by the, what he's saying is true. Mm-hmm. And look, it's Jeff Passan. The guy's been around a long time. He figured it out that it is a difference of $10 million per team that is the difference between a shorter season and the longer season that the players want. MLB owners would lose $10 million more playing the shorter season, so a total of over $300 million they would all lose in general. So now just think about this if this is, if, if, if this is where it's at for the owner. And the owners are never going to open their books. They're never going to show everybody this is how much money we make. Look, baseball makes almost $10 billion a year. Not every year you guys are going to make all kinds 
kinds of money. Some years you suck it up. This is one of those suck it up years and you pay the players and you go play. But still, the owners don't want to do it because either they're not baseball, real baseball people. They don't care as much. They just care about the bottom line. So they're okay canceling a season. This is the big deal about that, right? If you take Jeff Passan's uh, report at face value, which he talked about on ESPN earlier today, look how much the owners just don't care about playing a season. All right, $10 million, and they could go either way. Right? They could play or they could not play. So what does that tell you? Why do you think negotiations are so tough? Because for the Major League Baseball owners, most of them don't care. We could play or not play. doesn't matter. Well, if I play or not play, ah, I'm going to lose another $10 million. Yeah, why would I do that? I really, don't, I really don't care. If I'm okay with canceling a season over $10 million, then what, what makes you think that they're going to strike a deal that gets it done? There's going to be no scenario in which owners make money, right? There's been no scenario for that. So if they don't care and they're okay with canceling a season over $10 million, tell me a scenario that exists that the owners are going to say, okay, great, this is what we want to the players. The players are going to say, yes, we'll do this. We're going to have a season. There isn't one. There, there just isn't a scenario where that happens. Because if the owners are okay with this, with let's cancel a season over, over $300 million shared by 30 teams, uh, this means, listen, really, I mean, we can talk about this, but I, I really don't care. If you can come up with a solution, great, but I'm not going to kill myself to do it, and I'm certainly not going to put anything at risk. And if I can cut my losses and not have to pay anybody, I'm going to do that. So you tell me how a deal gets done. That, that's a really big deal. Yeah, I mean, a, a big part of it, right, is we talked about the last couple of days when you put the numbers to it, the average, uh, this again, a Forbes thing, so hang a star on it, but that the average team made $50 million a year a year ago. Okay. So that's the average. So, you know, some making crazy bank. We talk about the luxury tax, a couple teams paid into, and then you've got the teams that you have to try to figure out how to create a hard floor of, Hey, you, you have to spend some money, right? If you're going to take from the system and other teams are going to get taxed, then you have that. But $10 million is what a number three or number four starter to put it in perspective, right? Mm -hmm. When you talk about a full season, so when we look at that and we put it in the base terms, right, that's uh, all right, two middle relievers or a, a, a solid starter. Like say you brought back our buddy Bartolo Colon, because that's what's really lost here is that Colon was coming back. And right now you're putting that my dream in jeopardy baseball. But $300 million, right? It goes to informing those salaries, just like they thought they were done with the agreement they made March, and I think this is the probably the easiest way to explain it. They said, well, we took this pro-rated, and that's going to be it. Well, you also haven't played, and that's changed. So I would love to see the language. I'm surprised that hasn't leaked from one side or the other in their defense, right? That this is what happens if we can't have people in stadiums, that this gets revisited, and if we hit some drop-dead date and all that other stuff. But... When we get into the proration and whatever agreement is is here, as we talked about with JP uh, Morosi yesterday, it, it informs the next collective bargaining agreement. And that's the other thing. You give up any ground here, be damn sure you're not getting it back. Right? And that and that's the other thing. You lose ten million a year, what what's the, the next deal look like? What's that take away from you? And that's the owners saying, Hey, my money and, you know, maybe more problems being short-sighted because long-term, there's a lot of people that are going to find other entertainment avenues and tell you to go to hell, right? How many people, Jason Cole being one of them, 
uh, number of folks here at Fox Sports Radio. I- I'm less likely to go want to go attend a bunch of games if they cancel a season and can't come to an agreement. Right? The the silent protest. I'll watch. Obviously, it's part of what we do here at Fox Sports Radio. But in terms of putting my money behind it, it becomes a harder proposition to say, all right, I'm going to take a whole day and do that. And I think that that's there's a lot more people that would be on that. So it, they've, they've got to make sure that while you might be playing the short game, you got to recognize the long game and the possible ramifications. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. So that's the owner side of it. If they could take or leave it, well, what about the players? If the Major League Baseball wants to push forth and say, we're going to make you play a 48-game season, is that really going to happen? I'll tell you why that is never going to happen. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. So when it comes to the players potentially taking a strong arm order from Major League Baseball, because that's where we're at right now. The players want to play 82 or more games and want to get paid more money. Major League Baseball is saying no. And the last couple of days, there have been reports that baseball is looking into legally saying we can make you play a 48-game season. We can legally make you show up and play a 48-game season. Um, I don't know who actually thinks that's going to work, but if they work for Major League Baseball, they should get fired because there is <laughs> no way the players are going to show up for that. They're going to say, uh, oh, legally, yeah, no, stick it. I'm not coming. I'm not coming. I'm not going to do it. And the players will stay out. And then the owners will threaten, oh, we're, gonna, we're going to cancel your contracts, whatever it is. And the players are going to say, nope, not going to do it. Because once you take less from somebody in a negotiation. They never have to give you more the next negotiation. And that CBA, as you said, is coming up, and the players are going to want more. They always, you know, Players always want more. They see the money coming in. Hey, we're the ones who are the show. We're the bigger piece of the pie. We want more. And if they come in and say, okay, great, we'll take this and play for next to nothing or they play for really low salaries – why is Major League Baseball going to take care of them again coming up in the next in the next uh, CBA? It's right. not going to happen. These players have said it is not worth it to us to play. And if you really want to do this, if you really want to do and you threaten us with legal action, we'll cancel your contract. We'll make it really ugly. The players simply aren't going to do this. They're not going to say we're going to they're not going to suddenly stop and say for the fans and for everybody, we're going to come and play for 48 games and then play a playoff. That's not going to happen. So if the owner's saying we can make you do this, the players are going to say, no, you can't, and then we're not going to have baseball. That's how it's going to go. Well, that's just it, right? You, you give a, an inch, you, you take a mile. And obviously, when they get back on a field, I'm there with a beer and screaming at them uh, like every everybody else. I, I'm, I'm a dope, and I would, I would cave immediately if there's live sports events, especially if the Mets are in town and I can mock you, Smith. But <laughs> the, the fact of the matter is, the, the, the players, I'm really surprised. I would love to see the split where we're at right now. Right, because you know more, your high percentage of your league are making a million or less, and people say a oh, million dollars. Right, that's that's always the line that get people upset. If I said eight hundred thousand dollars, somehow people don't get as mad. Uh, that that difference, that extra comma, is just such a big deal. But the the idea being that you've got so many more guys making that in Major League Baseball that you know that's it's life changing money. Don't get me wrong, but it's not thirty five million dollars a year money. Right, the guys that would have the biggest percentage to lose, your Kershaws, Trouts, and others 
of the world as opposed to the guy who's still operating on his first deal and waiting for his arbitration year or his service time year to come up and all of those things to where they get their big payoff. And that's why I'm surprised that, you know, they're so resolute. Look, baseball's union has always been strong. It's the strongest historically. NBA and I guess now the NFL starting to give it a run for its money. But for Major League Baseball players, I'd really love to see where that divide is. And when they put out a statement saying, well, it's not even close, and and I forget the exact terminology, but basically saying, hey, no, there's no way this passes. I wonder how how close it is to 50-50, really, in terms of pushing forward on whatever proposal Major League Baseball puts forward or if they're as strong and resolute uh, in, in, in solidarity as they're pushing forth. It's, an, it's a poker's game, and neither, neither one wants to be caught in a bluff. No, and I, I, right now, I said earlier this week that the chance of a season is probably around 25%. I'm going to say now after this, we're getting to the end of another week. I'm going to say it's almost down under 20% at this point, because if we don't have an agreement by next week, are we really going to play? Are you gonna, okay, now now we have enough time to go. I mean, you, we got to get it done soon. It's not like you can suddenly say, hey, we could take it for another month or so, and then we have an agreement and the players are back playing tomorrow. No, you can't do it. There needs to be more time to figure everything else. That's why the NBA have figured things out two months before they're going to start playing. There's got to be that kind of a of a, of a break, maybe not as much for the NBA, but still got to be at least a month or so for Major League Baseball before they, when they make an announcement, uh, what they want to do to get the agreements done and then get make a plan to get in and have spring training continue before they play the season. So, I mean, what is it, another week? I mean, really, I'll, I'll put it to less than 20% that we have a season right now. Well, all I know is uh, we're going to get paid out big time by John Paul Morosi if none of that happens. That's true. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. It, look, we're going to be living at John O'Groats and getting That's fat right. off <laughs> breakfast foods. Uh, and, and shout out local businesses here in L.A. Uh, down by the lot. We need to storm the lot, too, but that's a whole other thing for another time. Uh, but, yeah, I, I percentage-wise, every day that goes by, when you talk about a ramp-up and the need for another small – spring training period as well as setting a schedule and all of those details that need to be worked out i mean we're, we're at you know the countdown this goes back to all of your space movies five four three oh no it didn't happen and bruce willis is mad so no. you know you've got all of that to come up man it's it's hey. crazy see i'm just thinking ground control to major tom seven Six. <laughs> Commencing <laughs> countdown. Yeah, no, I'm with you. On five, four, take bing, your bing, protein bing, pills. Bing, okay. Uh, speaking, speaking of space, uh, with late breaking news tonight, I am pretty sure the world is going to be here tomorrow. We have that and more coming up next. It's very important. I'm going to guarantee the world's going to be here tomorrow. That's next, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. So maybe the best news I can bring you tonight is that tomorrow the world will still be here. I mean, if it's not, what are you going to do? I mean, we're not going to be here. But the world will be here because the asteroid that – has been being tracked all week that is going to pass closest to the earth that has ever been before 
will miss us. Thankfully, it's going to miss us. It will whiz by the earth just a mere 3.2 million miles from here. But I thought the asteroids killed the dinosaurs. Uh, They did, but they actually landed. Uh, This is going to just miss us by the same distance that's 18 times from the earth to the moon. That's how much the asteroid is going to miss us by. Just a bit outside. 3.2 million miles. Going to just miss. So we're lucky. Well, but, you know what? Yeah, look, we needed some luck. Uh, I mean, yeah, I sure. sent that note to sure. the to the girls earlier. My daughters were both like, Whew. we didn't need that one either. Man, that was tough. <laughs> Stuff. You know, we've had a lot of a lot of hard things. I mean, it's just a bit outside. Like we were at a baseball game. Like Because <laughs> you know it's the anniversary of, you know, Ferris Bueller's day off. Yes, it is. It is a very happy anniversary. So just, we just a bit watch outside, the movie. Buddy. Uh yeah, but the thing is though, I, I want to think that even if an asteroid was hurtling towards Earth, yeah. number one, we would have a lot of notice. You know, it's not we, we would be able to know. I mean, we, we'd figure it out because we have that whatever early warning system we have now. So I think we'd know ahead of time enough. Well, to be Space able to, Force. I just wa- yeah. binge watched the show. I'm all right. How, how was it? Was it good? I heard it, it had its moments. Okay. Yeah, it, it wasn't great altogether. There's there's some good scenes. Uh-huh. Uh, Carell. Half the time, I think he's doing Gru's voice. OK, so I don't know if that was intentional. Like those were outtakes uh-huh. that were okay. used in there. Uh, but you got a good cast. Diedrich Bader's in there. Warburton's in there. Uh, Lisa Kudrow's in there. They don't really tell you a whole chunk about her. There'll be more for season two. No question. There's a space chimp and a space There's dog. There's a space chimp? Yeah, he has a, a Funko Ooh, okay. Pop that just came out. So All right. There, there you go. Uh, no, okay. it wasn't bad, though. It was, it was, it was pretty good. Space yeah. All right. No, not bad. Uh, uh, but if they'd done Tony Stark, remember what he said? Man, I wish we'd bought that and, and built that thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, hey, you know what? A suit of armor around the world, right? We need that's that. Right. Remember I said suit of armor around the world. You said we'll lose. I said we'd lose. You said we'll do that together too. Guess what, Cap? We lost and you weren't there. But I have to think <laughs> that in the last 25 years since Deep Impact and Armageddon uh, graced our movie screens, we've had the technology now to be able to shoot an asteroid out of space. Like, I think Elon Musk could send up like a mechanical whale with Dwayne Johnson and a shoulder cannon and we'd be able to take care of it. I mean, the, the technology in 25 years in space has to be huge. Oh, well, that's just it, right? Now we have to bring all of these folks together, including the Russo brothers, and talk about what all those innovations are. I mean, you got to go off to Skywalker Ranch. Even though he's not in charge anymore, he built the prototypes. Mm-hmm. They're there. Yeah, true. They're, true. They're there somewhere. Let's go. All those things that were firing from the Death Star. But <laughs> go, go find, uh, you know, my man uh, Hux. He might have it all figured out, too. <laughs> oh, no. Come on, uh, traitor. Come on. Uh, yeah, Hux, Hux. Oh, come on, guys. I just want him to yell. No, 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 no. But uh, if, if we don't really have the technology to do that, man, we're sunk. I mean, I get 25 years ago we had to send, you know, oil drillers up to the moon, you know, up, out into space to save us. But we had to have some kind of advancements by now where that's out of the window. Well, it's all you know, secret. We can figure it out. Go to Area 51. Ugh. Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike, it's swollen. Dome. I mean, maybe it isn't. I mean, Armageddon was the better movie because it had the Aerosmith song. <laughs> uh, but coming up next, what a day in the NFL. Goodell, Breeze, and more. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. It is the slide over baby hour. 
We are live from the Geico Studios, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm a big fan of sex dolls. I, I, I am. I am. There's nothing wrong with that. No, 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 no. Look, man, it is a free country. You are allowed to state your opinion, whether you think people are disrespecting the flag or whether you like sex dolls. We are a nation of freedom. (laughs) Today is one of those days where in dealing what we've dealt with this whole week in the world and, you know, hopefully things are, are, are getting better. Hopefully we've hit rock bottom and we can continue to dig up from that uh this week has been i i don't i don't have words to describe it with with protests and violence and and the aftermath of the killing of george floyd it has been something that i can't believe we're we're dealing with this on top of the coronavirus pandemic it's it really is something but today is one of those days where i think okay maybe this is finally that time where we say you know what Enough talk, enough outrage over something horrible that happens, and then it goes away and we forget about it. Then it comes back and we get outraged again. This might be that final time where we say, you know what, now forget it. Now it's time to do stuff because this week in the aftermath of the killing of George Floyd, we have seen many people do things that are incredibly generous and incredibly helpful in trying to help the world deal with racism and deal with brutality, police brutality, like what happened with George Floyd. To see Michael Jordan donate $100 million over the course of the next 10 years in many ways to fight racism is incredible. I mean, $100 million, he has it, but $100 million is still $100 million. And then from the team levels this week, from the Green Bay Packers and from the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Atlanta Falcons, Florida State has figured out new things and new avenues and ways to combat racism after their uh, a scandal or like three-hour scandal they had a couple of days ago. It makes me think that maybe... This is that time. And there is no bigger example of that than what happened today following President Trump's tweet. Now, he tweeted over 200 times today. Yeah. Uh, 200 times. So, wait a minute. So, is he really going to shut down Twitter? <laughs> I'm tweeting 200 times. I'm never going to tweet again. That's like when I say, I'm never playing that game again. And then I go back, oh, I've played 50 more games since I said I'm never going to no, play No, that's again. what I was talking about before, right? With Major League Baseball. <laughs> I and many other people going, man, there's no way in hell. If baseball doesn't play this year, I'll take my money elsewhere. Right. And then right, I'll right. show up with my 3-1-2 White Sox hat, yeah. and I'll be the guy in the front row going, let's go. I'm going to shut on, Twitter down. Come on, where's Paulie at? But here's, Paulie! Two, here's 200 <laughs> tweets and retweets to tell you about it. But he tweets earlier today in response to the Drew Brees story. The Drew Brees story really was what carried this week. It was the one that cut through all the clutter saying, Drew Brees, what are you doing? When he did an interview with Yahoo Finance, well chronicled, in which he said he disagrees with anyone who will disrespect the American flag, making an allusion to Colin Kaepernick. And when Kaepernick kneeled in 2016 to protest police brutality, kind of odd and ironic that Drew Brees is going to single out Colin Kaepernick for disrespecting the flag when really he was protesting what's going on in the world right now. So that was very strange. But... Breeze went on. You saw the reaction from his teammates and other players in the National Football League. He apologized. He apologized twice a day ago. And I thought, and we all thought, okay, now we see what the next level of the story is. Hopefully Drew Breeze is a man of his word and he starts doing something. And then President Trump tweeted today, 
I'm a big fan of Drew Brees, but I wish he didn't apologize. There is no room for disrespecting the flag. No kneeling. This is what President Trump tweets out. No kneeling. And also a bad choice of words considering it was a police officer kneeling on the neck of George Floyd. But no kneeling. He's talking about Colin Kaepernick. And I thought, okay, here we go. We're going to have this conversation again, and it's going to be a lot like with Drew Brees. President Trump is making this something that it's not. This is about police brutality in a protest, not about disrespecting the flag, not about disrespecting the military. Just because somebody says that's their opinion doesn't mean that's what it is. And that was the issue with Drew Brees, and now here's President Trump. And so I'm, I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be what I have to talk about again tonight. Four years ago, the NFL kind of scattered and got scared when Trump decided to weigh in, saying we should fire all the players who kneel, and they really lost control of the narrative of players like Kaepernick kneeling because they wanted better rights for black men at the hands of of police and then a couple hours after trump tweets that out we get this message from nfl commissioner roger goodell the entire message is about a minute 20 in length but this is the few seconds that you need to hear on it go ahead at we We need the national football league condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people we the national football league admit we were wrong for not listening to nfl players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. All right, there's that phrase right there. We were wrong. We were wrong in how we acted. We were wrong in how we reacted to the players speaking out. We should have listened to NFL players earlier and encouraged them to speak out and peacefully protest. This is we are going to stand up and do what they should have done four years ago because I am very comfortable saying this because I said it four years ago. On this show with you, why is the NFL allowing President Trump to, to run their business? This is where the NFL has to say, all right, I get it. You have friends. You have donors. You have people that you know. Everybody is rich. It's a big uh, – the billionaire's club. I understand. But this is our business. You worry about the country. We'll worry about the NFL. But instead, the NFL ran scared. And we got all these stories about how people aren't going to watch because Kaepernick is kneeling. And, and here go the ratings down the toilet, which none of that was ever proven. And – This is how the NFL acted. And I said the other night on the show, we talked about Colin Kaepernick because this is what Breeze is talking about, that if the NFL could do it over again, they would do it differently. And they would allow Kaepernick to protest and not worry about whatever outside forces were saying. And sure enough... Roger Goodell listens to the show, apparently, because that's what came out today, and that's what Goodell said. We should have allowed it, because had they allowed it, had they stood up and controlled the narrative, things would be different. Now, would things be different for police in the United States? I hope so. You know, I hope that things started to get a little bit better, but, you know, we still have instances like George Floyd, so you can tell we're not okay. But things would have been better with the NFL, with players, with their relationship with the league, and the league would have been seen as, hey, we know how to do the right thing. So here they are today basically saying we should have done it that way. And is it late? Yeah. Is the reaction that everybody had this? It's about bleeping time? Yeah. But we can't go back and change the past. All you can worry about is now and the future. And this is a big day because forget about saying, well, let me see what Roger Goodell does. Roger Goodell stood up to President Trump, who was going to make this and continue to make this part of his reelection strategy because this works politically for him. He was going to make it part of that. And this is Roger Goodell saying, do you think we got this? We're up, I'm, I'm going to stand behind behind my players. That's what we're going to do as a league. We are all going to do this now. We are behind our players and basically telling President Trump, 
go somewhere else and 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 don't make us part of your reelection campaign. And it's a big day for the NFL to do that to say finally say we're going to stand behind our players. This is the unity that we should be getting in in situations like this. Hey, we're all in it together because hey, for much saying, hey, you got to say we're all in together, got to say we're all in together. This is Roger Goodell saying we are all in this together. We are all in this together, and this is how we have to go forward. And this is a big, big day for that. I'm sure the NFL will wind up doing things because now you can keep tabs on it. And if they don't, they're going to look awful. But Roger Goodell says they're going to do it. He's going to reach out. If he doesn't, we'll know. And that's why this is a really big day for the NFL to say, we got this now. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot that go to it, right? As we talked about with Drew Brees' comments the other day. Like, you've got the right to feel that people are disrespecting the flag. That's your personal opinion. Just don't lose sight of why other people are doing it and be, you know, show some empathy and understanding, right? That That's where the disconnect happened. All the conversations. But now for Roger Goodell, we're seeing the, the power of the players uniting. The video that was put together, there's a great story from, from Michael Thomas that's now, uh, and, and how he got everybody together, including people that work for the NFL, the rogue NFL employees as they were deemed <laughs> yesterday that were kind of upset with no public positions, right? So you, you add it all up. Back in 2016, there became the firestorm of, all right, how much is this going to change our business, right? How much is this going to adversely affect our advertising rates, the people in the boxes, right, and all of these different revenue streams. And I don't know that short-term they figured out what that answer was, so they kind of lost their minds, right, not to mention the political pressures and everything that happened. But they got used as a pawn, right? It be- they became the soundbite. Look at the NFL and look at how they back. And-, and they didn't want to be a pawn in this election cycle. I think that's where we go to. Not to mention the power of four years later where the climate of the country is, and everybody looking around, and maybe you've had a lot of minds and hearts changed in four years. And the events of this past week, maybe making people rethink old statuses and old, and maybe having the hard conversations that they never did. So perhaps you've got all of those things going together, not to mention the players actually uniting. And we talk about how easy it is to pick the players apart at every CBA. Not this time. Not this time. Everybody united. And you're looking at, for future CBA, if they can keep this momentum. Well, now the owners are really shaking in their boots because that's, <laughs> that's a whole other part. But at least in this moment, you say, hey, this is how our players feel. Remember, the 70, 70% black league, right? And the society as a whole, you're saying, well, and, and maybe it's just pragmatism. And they've run numbers and realized that – you know what? It is different, and they'll be okay. And if that's the case, however it's informed, it's still a change, right? It's still pushing forward, and it, it's not always going to be perfect. It's always not going to fit in neat little boxes, but you got to take those steps. And here you're having an honest conversation, and Roger Goodell, folks can be weary and, and say, hey, you know, where were you four years ago? We can't change that, right? Ham-handed mistakes about handling almost anything We've seen along the way. The best you can do is take where we're at here early June and move forward and try to bring everybody together, if not societally, 
within your league and have those tough conversations in the locker rooms and back to the Rooney rule eventually and everything else. So this would have been a big enough day for the National Football League. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. And then Drew Brees himself gets involved by writing a, an open letter to President Trump on Instagram in which he says, I was wrong and I have learned that kneeling is not disrespecting the flag. And I was misinformed with this. This was something I wish I had done differently and we had done differently back in 2016, 2017. And now I know that that's not what this is. All right. Now, that's a big statement by Drew Brees. And this goes to when you hear people say, I need to listen. Right. Because that's what Drew Brees said in his apology uh, the first couple of times. I need to listen. You've heard many people say they need to listen when it comes to. Uh, certain things in society. I need to. I need to listen more about this. Grant Napier said that after he was let go from his gigs with the Sacramento Kings earlier this week. In fact, here here's Roger Goodell. He actually said that today in talking about listening to other people and coming up with a solution so we can all do this together. We are listening. I am listening, and I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more united NFL family. I know. Here's why I like that when I hear people say we are listening and I'm listening because at first you could dismiss it because it would sound like, ah, oh, that's just a line. I- I'm listening. Yeah, I've heard people say that. No, I like when people say I'm listening because when you say I'm listening, it shows fallibility and I am out of my depth and I am listening because I need to be talked about this with someone who is more well-versed on it than I am, that it affects more directly than it affects me, and how this affects the world in general, because obviously I only see this one way. Drew Brees saw this story as just what his belief was about the flag, and that was his big issue, was not seeing what it meant to everybody else, what Colin Kaepernick meant to other players and fans around the league. So Drew Brees said, I'm going to listen, and look at this. Obviously, Drew Brees has listened, because here he is today saying, now I understand, it's not about disrespecting the flag, it's about police brutality, it's about the men. Now, whether it was Colin Kaepernick calling him up and saying, here's a point-counterpoint uh, or PowerPoint presentation on why I did what I did, here you go, here you go, but obviously he talked to people, And now he understands. Mm -hmm. And here's Roger Goodell saying, I'm listening. Talk to me. When people say that, they mean it. And it's like, okay, I need need to listen. And if they don't, like I said, you can find that out. And you know someone's not being genuine. But when people say, I need to listen, look at what it can get to. Here's Drew Brees now, who who went from the early part of this week saying, I disagree with anybody who disrespects the flag. And here he is four days later because he listened to somebody. And now it's, I understand it's not about disrespecting the flag. There are still ways to disrespect the flag. And there are, there are things that I don't like when the flag gets disrespected. But Colin Kaepernick kneeling to protest police brutality, that's not something that I feel is disrespecting the flag. And now Drew Brees knows, okay, what I thought it was and what I said it was, it wasn't. And I understand that. When you can say I'm listening and you do it, look at what happens. And look where Drew Brees has come just in the span of three days. Michael Thomas, who couldn't stand him this week. This is my quarterback. He was so mad at him. Now what did he post today after Drew Brees' letter? A big bicep flex and saying my QB. This is what happens when you listen, and it happens that fast in just a couple of days. Yeah, I mean, and, and look at Breeze. At the same point, he, he's still saying, hey, the flag is sacred to me. But I understand in this case that's not what the intent. 
and how you interpret it is still going to be up to you. But the best you could do is have those discussions, right? I'm sure Michael Thomas and many of the other teammates were blowing up his phone, right? You had the Zoom call. We talked about it yesterday with Shaquille O'Neal was part of it ahead of the Inside the NBA show that they did. A lot of discussions, no question about it. And he can still feel the way he does about disrespect in his mind of the flag. But what he did have was the conversation about what is really at stake here and what players from Colin Kaepernick on were protesting and are angry about and what it is nationwide, right? The the two can still mutually coexist, and I think that's important, right? You can still disagree with people, but you have to be able to listen to what the genesis is of why they took the actions that they did. And I think I, I want to make sure that that isn't lost in this country. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. A big, big day in the NFL. That is an understatement. Uh, coming up next, hey, Vegas is open. We have our man on the strip, Todd yes! Furman, stopping by because we got a big story out of the NBA that I wonder uh, what's going on in Vegas when it comes to this thing. We got a lot to get to. Keep it right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, this is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We're drinking velvet. Oh, yeah. Get a big gulp here. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yeah. Huge boner. Uh, The NBA's plan to return is complete. And, well, if... You ran to your betting window to say, hey, you know, I heard Kevin Durant could be coming back. I want to put some money down on the Nets just in case they run roughshod over and through the playoffs. Well, Vegas took the odds on the Nets down from 600 to 1 to win the title down to about 50 to 1. Well, they want to make sure they're protected just in case Durant would come back and lights the world on fire. Well, today, that went out the window. Kevin Durant telling the undefeated, my season is over. I am not going to play. He plans on coming back when the next season begins, which is going to be early December, which would give him 18, 19 months away uh, from his Achilles injury. So he'll be about as close to 100% as you would expect someone 31 years old coming off an Achilles injury to be. Sure. Uh, I don't think he had any desire, any intention of playing this year at all. Obviously, hey, we're playing later. Could you do it? Maybe he entertained it for a couple of minutes, but I don't think ever seriously because he came back early in the in the finals last year and he got hurt really bad when look we still don't know the relationship between he and the Warriors medical staff when he had gotten hurt earlier the series tried to come back blows out his Achilles and now here he is having to sit out for a year and a half Uh, so I think going off that there was no way he was going to come back this year no intention wasn't going to like I said maybe talk for for a second or two but really was I'm not going to come back he made it official today play the odds right starting to look at what your road to a championship would be if it's just hey I want to get a little work in fine but once you're out on the court what are you doing you're going 100 percent. and while you may have just been cleared why risk it when it would cost you another season plus if something were to go awry 
Joining us now on the hotline, our insider in Vegas. You can catch him every day, Monday through Friday. He is the lead actor on Fox Sports 1's Lock It In. And the man who personally decided to lower the odds on the Nets, he collected everybody's money, and now he is laughing. It is Todd Furman. Todd, what's happening, my friend? You know what, guys? It's a good day to be out in Vegas. Casino is back open, albeit not at full capacity, but much closer to getting back to normal out here in the desert than we have been for the last couple months. Yeah, hey, uh, well, what's it like there? I mean, you, you know, set the scene for us. What does it feel like in the casino with at least a few people in there? You know what? I haven't actually ventured down there just yet, but the buzz that I've heard and seen has been pretty healthy and good overall. Uh, I know a lot of the local casinos had pretty long waits for people itching to try and get their action, uh, whether it's video poker, slot machines, or a variety of table games. You see very different experiences when you look at a lot of the videos circulating in terms of what it's like downtown versus some of the properties we've grown familiar with in the center of the strip. Uh, I may ultimately brave some of the craziness tomorrow morning to try and check it out just to see what kind of alterations they've made to some of those real familiar cable games, uh, whether it's the dice table with some of those privacy partitions uh, or some of the other addendums that they've tried to uh, add to the overall casino experience uh, in lieu of COVID and all the sensitivity there. So the excitement certainly abounds. I know I've driven past some of the casinos here in Southern California, Todd, and they had lines of cars just dying to get in with big signs flashing saying, don't park on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think everyone everyone is kind of itching for that ability to get out and try and partake, uh, especially out here in Vegas for what you see for a common Friday or Saturday night. So as you start to inch back, occupancy numbers still nowhere close to what they would have been if there was an interruption in service. Uh, but I think, you know, as we look towards the fall, typically a much higher higher traffic time out here in Las Vegas, you'd expect that in-casino experience to be a lot better than what you're going to have throughout the course of the summer months. But if you want to come Tuesday through Thursday in the middle of July, it appears that it will be a buyer's paradise. I'll see you there, buddy. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing the casinos looking like these long lines to get in. You're like, oh, my God. And then you walk in, and it must look like what a casino does at, like, 2.30 in the morning. You know, and most everybody's done and gone to bed, but all the diehards are there. Oh, there's still a bunch of people walking around. They're still doing 2.30. <laughs> Sorry, you know, 4.30. Anybody's <laughs> in the casino right now are better than what we've had to deal with since the shutdown in the middle of March, that's for sure. <laughs> well, the excitement abounds, right? And we saw a little fluctuation in the NBA odds for about 20 hours until Kevin Durant said, hey, cancel that noise. What kind of action are we looking at there, Todd? You know what? I think that was some books uh, kind of overreacting a little bit. He was going to kind of be a long shot to participate anyways, but you do have to protect some of the liabilities, knowing all it takes is a few tickets at such long shot odds uh, for one player like that because that could have shifted the dynamic in the Eastern Conference that appears to be pretty wide open after maybe the likes of the Bucks and the Celtics and one or two other teams that you believe are in the fold. But for the most part, when books hung the NBA odds to win the title again, very similar to what they were before, a lot of speculation that we could see a different playoff format. You know, we're all the teams going to be seeded 1 through 16. But I do give the NBA credit. They've invented a way to try and do everything they possibly can to get Zion Williamson into the Western Conference playoffs. <laughs> hey, so what have you seen so far? What have been some trends since the NBA? They announced their return. We know who's coming back. We know who's playing. What's been the most interesting thing you've seen happen? You know, honestly, I think it's kind of a wait-and-see approach. And bookmakers are far and wide, whether they're a Fox bet or out here in the desert, trying to figure out exactly 
how you begin to set numbers for these games that are going to be glorified exhibitions, in my opinion, for teams that know that they're already into the playoffs, what it looks like in these venues with you know no fans in attendance as far as uh, how you try and impact the overall power profile, what you're doing for you know, individual over-unders. But I think you're going to see you know some interesting line moves, and books are going to have to be pretty quick to react because it is not going to be the exact same product that we grew accustomed to throughout the course of the regular season or what normally would be a traditional postseason. Todd, as we, we look at the NBA, right, obviously the NFL has gone on uh, with, without hesitation in all this and their preparations to get back. I mean, obviously a change in how the sports book are, are going to handle things. I mean, are we really seeing a ramp up in, in their mobile units these last two, three months? Or is that gravitating to a place like Foxbet and others where that technology is already in? No, you know, mobile is always going to be a growing uh, source of income for a lot of the sports books. I think the in-book experience uh, at a lot of these shops, when you talk about reduced capacity, will be a far cry from what you otherwise would have seen during March Madness where people are packed in like sardines trying to sweat out the waning seconds of a (laughs) 1 versus 16 matchup or whatever it may be. So mobile technology is going to change that experience. And for anybody that's got a little bit of apprehension, regardless of where they are in the state of Nevada or other states, that do have mobile capabilities, uh, you're able to go into the casino deposit and then basically enjoy your favorite sporting events from the confines of home, something that wouldn't have been on the table if we had this discussion five, seven years ago. All right, so earlier today I know you made your big selection on Lock It In. You talked about who you have winning the NBA title. Uh, Who do you have, Todd? Who'd you pick? You know, for me, I was on the Clippers bandwagon early in the season. Uh, I didn't waver in the middle of the year, even when they went through some struggles trying to figure out their identity. Uh, I think this is a team that can go 1 through 10. And in a playoff scenario where you may have to play some back-to-backs, I know Kawhi hasn't done it in quite a few years, but they have a second unit that's capable of defending and scoring with a lot of the teams in the league. I mean, you look at them after Kawhi and Paul George, of course, the two biggest household names, Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell. Some of these veteran additions they went out and made that didn't get a lot of headlines, but I think bolster that roster and put them in a good spot, the likes of a Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson. And then you throw Doc Rivers in there, who's been there, done that, knows what it's going to take. Uh, I really believe we see the Lakers and Clippers in the Western Conference. And when you look at the Eastern Conference, uh, the Bucks, of course, the shortest odds on Fox bet. But I wouldn't rule out the Boston Celtics. I think this is a team with a healthy Kemba Walker uh, back in the fold, knowing what Brad Stevens can do. They would be a little bit of a dark horse available at 20-1 to 1 to win the NBA title just to get to the finals and have a chance. I was going to say, we definitely need uh, the, the long shots here because, well, just them getting back on the court. I think three weeks ago we were all looking at each other going, all right, we're going to be uh, betting on people flipping quarters like we were watching the last dance here. So is that about as far as you go in terms of the cutoff line, Todd, or is there a team deeper in the pack out of these 22 that maybe is worth watching? You know what, for me, I'd really rather try and focus on the Eastern Conference. I think it's going to be a little bit of a softer road. I know a team that's young with the Bucs and such high expectations, can they get over the hump? What will these players look like when they get back in the mix? And if you're talking about a roster that, in my opinion, isn't extremely deep, if you have to play you know, back-to-back days or maybe you know, three games in five nights uh, in a playoff-type format, we'll see how these sides respond. Uh, but one team that I would maybe take a look at with slightly longer odds if you shop around a bit uh, would be the Denver Nuggets. It's a team that wasn't really healthy throughout the course of the regular season. They were, of course, upset in Game 7 at home last year uh, at the hands of the Portland Trailblazers. But when you look at their overall body of work, Nikola Jokic has logged 65 games. Having a healthy Paul Millsap, having Jamal Murray in the fold, uh, this is a team that I wouldn't rule out that might be able to steal a series or two. 
You can follow him on Twitter at Todd Furman. That is at Todd Furman, former odds maker, now co-founder of the Bet the Board podcast. You can check him out. Lock it in on FS1 Monday through Friday. He is the lead actor on that show. All your Vegas needs from Todd. Todd, as always, buddy, appreciate your time, and uh, hopefully things go well for you tomorrow as you navigate the strip. Fingers crossed, gentlemen. Enjoy the weekend. All right, take it easy. Great stuff there from Todd Furman. You know, it, it, the thing is, Mike, when when the NBA came to announce coming back, it's, okay, who is this going to affect? Like, who is the layoff going to affect all this? And I think you just have to throw everything out the window and say, you know what, this is something you're not going to be able to tell who it affects more until it's over. And then you'll be able to draw a line from the beginning of the restart all the way to the NBA championship and say, okay, this is what they did better than everybody else. They were able to figure this out. But right now, I think you have to take it as we're restarting the season and it's, you're going to wind up seeing what we expected. And, and look, what Todd said, uh, you know, that's what I've said we've been waiting for for a while now, waiting for Lakers Clippers pretty much since opening night and the Bucks coming out of the East. But now the way that the Celtics have been playing, they seem to really pick it up in the last uh, month or so before the coronavirus shutdown. I would say if I'm looking at a, a potential conference finals in both, I'd say easily Lakers Clippers, and I would say most likely you're going to see Bucks and the Celtics, and that's probably the way it should be. Yeah, heavyweights uh, at the top. I'd love to see some chaos, right? It would only be appropriate if we had someone emerge from the back end of the field here. I mean, Utah had a huge injury, so you probably push them away. Obviously, Brooklyn's not at full strength. Goodbye. Uh, Zion and company, they're fun and young, uh, but we can't wait to just see him back on a court. Uh, I'm, I'm curious about the Sixers, just because. For all the reasons that Todd laid out about everybody else. There's just potential enough for chaos. So they're sitting at plus 2,400. I know it's always hard, uh, especially when dude won't take a jump shot. Let's try to make the the, the 70. I I say it a lot, but I mean it. The 76ers are the Gretchen Wieners. I know. You love Gretchen Wieners. We keep trying to make the 76ers happen. I keep trying. All right. Keep trying. Hey, if Joel Embiid has had three months off, his legs have never been more ready for action. (laughs) And the Heat are always curious. I mean, if you're really going to go to a deep long shot, because they're 33 to one, I'm talking like we're we're really just rolling money up, hoping for something crazy to happen, right? This is lotto money of if everything breaks right. That and Tyler Harrow has a really great haircut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.